This isn't this week in TV history. Welcome in, everybody. I'm going to let some people accrue. I'm going to wait till we have one viewer before I hit the song. There, but there, we have started. <laughs> we are live. There, I was watching this week uh, online when Mr. Rourke takes on the devil. I watched that a cu- this past week. I was talking about it two weeks ago at a party I was at. It's a costume party with a, with a buddy. I know. And it's like, there's an episode where Mr. Rourke takes on the devil. And the devil is played by Roddy McDowell, who's in the early Planet of the Apes movies. Oh, yeah. And, and he's, he's, he's dead, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he was also in Fright Night. You know, he played the uh, kind of shyster uh, vampire guy on TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he at one time, I think he was kind of a groomed, like sort of respected actor. <laughs> His arc took a kind turn of broke my heart. Worst. I was hoping you were going to say no, 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 no. That's oh what... <laughs> no! <laughs> but but Ronnie McDowell was uh, what was plays the devil. <laughs> he plays Satan. So Mr. Rourke has to take on the Satan over a woman's fantasy. And he outwits the devil, but how he truly gets the devil, how he defeats the devil, is when he talks about love. Does he make a deal? I am in love. No. Oh, no. He doesn't make... He outwits... He, he fucks the devil. He pro- he's like, I am in love with being in love. <clears throat> Until humanity can truly embrace the concept of love, when they do that, they will not have a need for you anymore. Like, there's making a deep statement about, hey, what Satan means to all of us. No, we need to have love. <laughs> and Ricardo Montalban sunk his teeth into that dialogue. Uh, was he? He's a very soap opera-y oh, yeah, well, actor, well, he, right? Listen, I think, honest, what do you think? It's probably dated to you. Wrath of Khan. The, fir- the Wrath right. of Khan. Bailey's on. We're going to hit the song. Okay. We're going to open with Wrath of Khan. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Of color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December seventh, nineteen. A question of psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. Had to switch OBS I, systems real quick. This is why it's good to be set up on both. Because when something happens, you fucking switch. Look at this, man. You Again, you are growing more and more professional yeah. with our podcasting. You're thinking of contingency plans. As I try, and, as I try and develop in, in show business and podcasting, I become more and more real job fucking like... Well, you have to be that. No, yeah, You have to have that approach. Oh, I know. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. For so long, I, I didn't have that key fact. Again, I was so arrogant. I thought, oh, oh, my talent will just... They'll just come to... No, they don't. If you're talented, that's a good thing. You better put some work into it. You better put some strategic thinking into it, too. That classic elbow grease. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you better put some time into it, you know, and, and expect to make some mistakes, but be open to it, you know, because yeah. you will refine and get better. Too hard. You will get you will get you will get better. You know, you'll so I'm actually in a good headspace about where I'm at creatively. I really am. You know? Well, yeah, you know, you got fucking, you got a, a an Academy Award winner to read your script, dude. I did a mic last yep. night, and all the dude did was talk about like, so I'm in this movie, and I did this. Really? I think it was an autistic actor who was. Someone said like you should do stand up to be not so autistic. Uh, I got here's something I got to say about L.A. stand up and L.A. open mics. It is you will find people who aren't truly. What want to do stand up? But you will find a lot of actors who just want to get some stage time, and they're not comedians. They don't understand it's a different skill set. There's crossover, obviously. I think there are actors who can be decent comedians. I think there are more good comedians who become good actors. I think it's easier to go from from comedian to actor than from actor to comedian. Would you agree with that state with that statement? Yes. It's, yeah, because I, I think it's. But but the point is, there's some similarities. But you go to mics out here, go to some shows, and it's actors who you just shouldn't be doing stand up. You, 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 you got to construct a joke and put it together. You know? I want to ask a technical. Oh yeah, okay. I was going to say I want to ask a technical question. Is Adam? Does it sound like Adam is coming out of one micro one side more than he is? Could be. I remember. Oh no, it's. I know it's not. Yeah. It, it, it's like a delayed. It, sure. it could be something on the. But yeah, got to unplug you and put. It's fine. You can go. What, what mic did you go to yesterday, man? Where'd you go? One of my buddies, Tony Bartoloni, he has one that is like he's got like a big backyard slab type of thing, and he gets like twenty people to come chill. Where, where, where is it? Where is Echo it? Echo Park. Shit, dude. It's at his house. Let me know, man. I will. Every you know? time I do, you're just like, oh, I gotta sit in, man. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna I know. drive, bud. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, because usually I have to, you know. And it's like it depends on how I've worked my schedule. I, I boxed last night, you know, from seven till eight, so I couldn't have gone to a mic yesterday. Maybe after boxing, I could have done it. I just cannot wait around. I I don't have the patience, Keith, to uh, to wait around. I went to a mic. I was gonna go to one. I went to one yesterday. On Hollywood Boulevard, that place they make you pay five bucks. Yeah, they I don't, make, I don't, like, I don't pay for no, open mics. No, I'm not gonna. No, no, you, you know, listen, you're getting free labor, and frankly, you should pay me five bucks. <laughs> so I'm Prince Tony Bartoloni. Tony Bartoloni's a good Italian. Aponte says I'm so surprised I didn't do an Italian voice here. <laughs> Tony Bartoloni, but confirm for me if anyone's listening on headphones if it sounds like Crocius is coming out of one of your ears more dominantly if he's coming no. out of the because I, I see uneven bars when he talks okay if so when I'm talking but I will just really unplug cute. his thing yeah oh no yeah yeah no, exactly no, not my thing don't touch my thing hey uh, this this professor from the University of Cambridge is a really pretty woman she's very pretty it's like oh my Walking god down the and you know she's like really decent and good because she's like a she's a professor you know she's like a really good human being and she's beautiful so someone's had to snatch her up although i don't yeah. know man you know bailey they it's called slotted they have a lot of slotted open mics uh i unplugged you crow i'm gonna plug you back yeah, in okay. now okay yeah i don't i mean you know it's just I, I just I need to find a few places close to me, and that's it. It's got to be geographically close. I'm I'm simply not going to go to the west side to do a mic. It's just not going to happen. Uh, I need to be somewhere within a couple miles of where I live. Otherwise, I'm not doing it. You know, so that that's just the standard. You know, so 
That's just I won't compromise on that for doing a mic, like going somewhere. I'm not going to go far away, and the process has to be as hassle free as possible. <laughs> I, I, I just can't. <laughs> this is literally my mindset towards it. Of just you know, like I went to that. I'm like, I wanted to go up there. It was at noon. I was like, fuck, there'll be like eight people there. I just you know, I got to work out a few jokes and for now, and, 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 and just charge me five bucks. I just was like. Pfft. I am not going in there. It's you not going to happen. You have $5, though. I do have 5 bucks to pay for, but it's the fucking principal. Don't fucking ask me to pay to do an open Here, mic. Let's see what the kids are watching, a little Arthur. Oh, I'm six Mommy. years old. Arthur's a great show. <laughs> Arthur's an aardvark. Uh, they got a gay librarian who's the principal. I This show was OG. They've had like nine little kids be the voice of Arthur. Do you remember watching this as a kid? Oh my god. This was all, this was G baller shit when I was a kid. Like, like what... Uh, well, yeah, what year was this, you think? Uh, let's see when Arthur started, but it was definitely the 90s. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to guess because I, again, uh, because I was in young adulthood and getting bombed at Wicker Park bars, getting bombed at the Rainbow and the Intertown Pub. I had a crush on a woman from the Intertown Pub that I went on a date with, and then she tried to take advantage of certain, like, oh, can you help me move? No, no. We went on a one date, and then you had, had a different friend show up later in the date. Like, what are you doing? You know, it's just like, no, we're going to hang out. 1996 to the present. Wow. That's the peak of my fucking life. Wow. So I got on Arthur early on. I didn't realize that's one you of those nine. things. You were nine. That's one of those yeah. things, though, when I started watching it, I just assumed it had been on my whole life. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never seen this. I, I, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, you think certain cartoons, like Scooby-Doo for me is that. Like, Scooby-Doo started in 69. Scooby. <laughs> Sco- 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 Scooby. I loved Scooby-Doo as a kid. I do. We had a pup named Scooby Doo. Yeah, that's how you got a minute. Pretty powerful cartoon. Let me show you that. You know, I mean, where does Scooby Doo stand in the hierarchy of? I love Scooby Doo. Of, of relevant animation, you know, of cultural impact uh, animation. I would say The Simpsons and like South. Park oh, it's up there. And, and it's up there with Flintstones and Jetsons and fucking. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd say it's in that. Ca- it's a notch what's below. What's the fucking cartoon with the dude in the big fucking car, the big villain, the big mustache villain in the big car? What was Huckleberry Hound? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the whole Hanna Barbera universe of uh, of, of cartoon characters. Yeah, Yosemite Sam. Uh, that was a, a Looney Tunes, I think. Yeah, Bugs Bunny. Bailey was one year off. You got to cut your finger off now. Yeah, okay. mail it to us. That's your punishment <laughs> for being. He thought it was ninety five or ninety seven. Scooby Scooby Doo started in nine in sixty nine. I want to say. Uh, I think it was eighties. Eighty eight to ninety one is a pup name. A, a pup named wow. Scooby. They had a spinoff. Yeah, well, dude. Had, I'm going to show you the fucking. They also trailer had, for it. Do you know? They also had Scrappy Doo in the late seventies. Scrappy was the pup, dude. Yo, Scrappy Doo was. Uh, I think there was a spinoff in the late because I remember I still watched cartoons until about seventy nine, but by eighty I'd sort of I don't know I just didn't watch them anymore. You know what I was doing? I was going out and playing and shit. I was exploring the world. I would watch TV till like noon or one and then play and reenact the shows that I was watching. Yeah, I, I would do shit like that. I'd also I'd go out and we, any Somebody sort of had ball like stolen my bike, so I called an emergency meeting of the Casey Kasem's still there though. Wow. Detective agency. Well, Shaggy, I'm glad to see you're taking the stolen bike stuff like a man. You see, th- they're bike. making it more childish. Starfire special. Go on, go on. I mean, that's a 15-year-old man doing that, even if they're kids. <laughs> well, steal that rickety old bike of yours. That was Daphne. Most. 
I had a little crush on Daphne. The cartoon, all forms. Uh, well, no, the the the, the, the teenage idea. one. What did you imagine? Well, no, obviously. <laughs> what did you imagine though? Like you weren't fucking a cartoon. How did you? What what real person did you put in place? That like who was your actual Daphne? No, you know, it's a good boy. Interesting. I, I did. I guess my sexuality didn't work that way. You I, just wanted I, to fuck this cartoon. I, I, I was. I was just in, in in a state of infatuation and just dumbfounded. Of fact, like oh, like just like awe and wonder. Like oh, you know, I was almost like like <laughs> I was I was rendered neuter because I was so just <laughs> blown away by their beauty. You know. I'll tell you what, Thelma, I knew, I was like, something's different about Thelma. That was always the big Gen X joke, that Thelma was a lesbian. We're going to go lower so, screen here. Th- Thelma was a lesbian. Oh, no. That was always a big joke amongst Gen Xers. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> that Now it's pivoted to where she probably it liked is. to tie people yeah. up. Well, no, because oh, oh. there's a lot of dudes that want to fuck Velma, so oh, they yeah, reversed yeah. it. <laughs> so they like she's this dominatrix. No, Velma probably stepped on people's balls with heels. God. She was just a subdued, quiet fucking dom. Do you know she's what? a fucking <laughs> a simp, fucking whatever the fuck kink bitch. Do you? <laughs> is that the lingo from today? I that... f- simp and dom are two things. So dominant is doming dominance or dominatrix, dominant. and then like what's you, simp? Is simp mean you're the you're the, you're the heal you're the i mean sim- submissive simp means you're like uh you're you're fucking sympathizing for somebody but usually simp means you're being a little bitch for somebody like if you're simping for somebody it's like you're defending them because you fucking you want to suck on their fucking toes or oh, something. Oh, 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 oh you're defending this oh this woman who might anything just any when anytime someone says you're simping for someone it means you're being a little bitch on behalf of somebody it's not even that. It's not even that, that big of a deal. It's just that's oh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. internet talk. It's just like oh, you simp. Well, I mean, I like to know of these things. You fucking, like, yeah, you fucking I, I, simp. I, I, I just don't think about that. You well, simp for your generation. You know. <laughs> you know, it, it just well, maybe it's just the way I think. You know, the way I am. But no, yeah. with uh, the way who, I am, who, who the way I am. <laughs> Edie Burkell and the New Bohemians. Yeah, I, that's early college to me. When I early college was still high school. Late college is when college truly became cool. The last two years of college is when college became authentically cool. The first couple of years is still kind of high schoolish. I remember this guy in my dorm floor. Space Racer, Adam. They, do you remember Space Racer? Absolutely. Was saying? Absolutely, I do. All right, let's check out the the they're introducing you to the plot of this episode. This is the kind of stuff that the the young Scooby Doo agency. This is the prequel, Crow. You know how you like big connected universes. Yeah, yeah. This is the show's prequel. Yeah. So that means Scrappy died eventually and led into the solo Scooby Doo. Scrappy died of dog aids or something. Grab <laughs> my bike. So there's no Scrappy. No, he's on this, but like, oh. if this is the prequel, that means the OG scoot. Like, why isn't he in the whole thing? He was a puppy. Yeah. At some point, he goes away. Well, uh, the- uh, okay. After this, I do want to watch a like seventy-seven episode of Scooby Doo. I mean, just the beginning part. Okay. That's all. That's all. The answer I to watch this mystery this, is obvious. Your bike was stolen by that no-good neighborhood bully and thief, Red Herring. I even was expecting something more than that. Red herring. Red herring. Again, this is. They made the conscious choice to make it more kid oriented. Oh, it's a child's cartoon. In '69, it was like hippie. It was like hippie teenagers. They were allowed to do it as, but yet it was deemed a children's show. They didn't have the calibration yet. Then it wasn't so sensitive. Then, like a six-year-old watching Scooby. If you watch Scooby Doo, it definitely looks like a retarded kid too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
I love how the t- the t- like the bullies that have tattoos they're like in second grade and he's got the heart with the tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I know that that's the symbol of him being a a hard ass. If that was reality, the plot to this episode would be like uh you know, they're taking old boy away from their parents. The fucking child protective services came because they let yeah. him get a tattoo when we're in second grade, so he's being removed. I, I don't <laughs> I don't think they did that that much when I was that age. I, I, the child protective services has become more of a dominant feature in our culture. You know? James Bailey says simp. Oh, you mean being a gentleman? Oh, <laughs> look at this. Look at him kicking cans, dude. Any fucking look at that heart tattoo, guys, on his arm. You, you, you see that see now in LA. Blocks. You see homeless people. I do. You see. I see. Well, a homeless person would be living in that trash can. Well, well, I see them kicking it over. All the time. Do, what do you think that is? Do you think it's like, shit, there's no food? I mean, we failed them largely as a society. Well, no, it's... What so do you I mean, fully Keith? understand any fault. sort of animosity homeless people have toward anyone that they... That live in their little fucking Spanish staccato roofed <laughs> castles with their stupid bushes. Anytime I see a homeless person, I'm just like, you go down the street, you can piss and shit in anybody's yard because they don't see you. Yeah. <laughs> These people are behind their bushes. Anytime I'm walking home from the Hollywood Improv, I piss in yards, dude. Dude, I yeah. have no shame. No yeah. shame about it. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that. You can do that. Here. You absolutely can. Yeah. Yeah. But the it's whole, uh, the, right. the, the, that, that was a reveal. I like it. I respect it. Uh, but the whole, uh, uh, I, I've seen so many homeless people like in my neighborhood, Los Feliz slash Silver Lake, whatever, Echo Park, pushing over uh, uh, trash cans all and like in rage, kicking it, throwing it. Like, I, I think it's, you know what it is? You know what it is? The garbage, the food isn't good in there and they're so fucking hungry. They're like, fuck, there's nothing in here. Give me some better garbage. You know, I'm going to, you can keep talking. Do, do, do you, th- you think it, that, that could be the truth too? Yeah. They want better garbage. Yeah. No, seriously. They, they want to have like, you know, damn it. I, I, I want to eat better. There's no food in here and I'm hungry as hell. You know, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> Peter that from, Finn. Is that broadcast news? No, you always make that mistake. It's network. Not, broadcast news came on 88. Network came out in 76. Network is a... Oh, I like broadcast news. Network is a great movie. Aponte makes a great point. We're going to get into that in the TV league. Sidney LeMay was the, I believe, the writer or director. They of completely that? ignore homeless people in uh, La Brea. No homeless people fell into the fucking void. <laughs> and there's homeless people all over that car. Museum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be what it should have been. It should be majority homeless, and then like six quote unquote adjusted people. He wouldn't have Allure lasted the, the pilot thing. though. They would have immediately eaten every homeless person. <laughs> bathed. They would have bathed them. And at them. It, what I think, and I, I like where you're going. I see where you're at. Where I think would have happened with, with La Brea with them doing that. We got to watch La Brea too. Oh, we're, oh dude, I watched the latest episode today. We're going to rewatch it with, with everybody else, with our three live viewers. That, that, that's the second half one, I think. The, the, I think the homeless would actually take over. I think the homeless would actually eat the quote unquote normal people. That, right, that, that, well, that's where my mind goes. Enough with this. So the, it, it's zombie winning, I guess. But uh, yeah, wow, what a crazy. Uh, so let's get into a uh, little non-league news. Desert, but deserts Ooh, are hot. Yeah, right. deserts are hot. Uh, look at this cat in the hat. This is like an acid trip. Yeah. Cool. Tommy knows all the best ways. He's the king of cool. <gasps> I can't wait to get cool. Let right, that's a drop right there. Can't wait to get cool. Yeah, well, you're going to be waiting a long time if you follow my arc. <laughs> Hardball? I'm not cool. 
Oh, good. the movie Hardball. I thought this was like two hours of Hardball with Chris Matthews. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm going to put on something. Uh, oh, my God. Stand by me. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing this. Watch a little Stand by me. Oh, this is the very beginning of it, too. <laughs> Gordy's out. Oh, Gordy just bit the bag. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. I would watch this over and over again. How old were you when this came out? I was 17 years old. The, 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 I remember this being, I actually kind of wanted to see it, but these kids were like three to four years younger than me. They're young teens. They're like late adolescent, early teens. You know, so I remember this being a bit young for me, but I remember wanting to see it. I heard it was good. I, I, my, my brother saw it and said, Only Corey Feldman looks like he does now. Yeah, River well, Phoenix ended up looking different. <laughs> Fucking Jerry O'Connell ended up being a hot guy. Friend. He uh, came from uh, a and, then, and then Will Wheaton, who was because Will Wheaton because of Wesley Crusher. I cannot stand him as an actor. Will ended up playing live tabletop oh. games on the internet. I oh. don't respect his career now. He was such a talented actor. Yeah, I mean, he, he was uh, Jerry O'Connell. I think I told <laughs> you Jerry O'Connell's fat schlub <laughs> ass here. You know. uh <laughs> Where do you hear this? Uh, J- Jerry O'Connell. Here, here's the story about. Go fucking. Oh yeah, he would bother fucking C.J. Sullivan, well, well, C- wouldn't he? C.J. and Flannery, because O'Connell knows T.J. pretty well. I think they did a few movies together or something, and their paths crossed. And so uh, T.J. told uh, O'Connell, and they were filming movies in Chicago. Look these two guys up. They'll be fun to hang out with. They're kind of like regular guys. Okay, good. So O'Connell was on some movie that he didn't like the cast really. So he was like. Fuck, I don't want to just go to a bar and drink a few beers and hang out. So he'd call up CJ and Sean, and he'd, he'd tell them show business stories. And one of his show bits, so this is my, th- this is the hot information you get on our podcast. You get third level <laughs> hearsay stories of, uh, of, of celebrities. So uh, Jerry O'Connell, I guess, it was the show Webster. The show Webster was, uh, was kind of at its tail end, and as you know, a sitcom. They bring a cute kid on for a sidekick to get ratings up for just one more year. Uh, Brady Bunch did it with Cousin Oliver, you know, uh, a lot of different TV shows. Bring a cute kid on to get the right. Ra- well, they knew the ratings were waning. So a Webster, Emmanuel Lewis, who was in his Michael Jackson being famous, carried around. Famous for, for, for I was going to say famous for uh, being on Michael Jackson's lap exactly, for an entire yeah. year. For like about six months to a year, like when Michael Jackson truly blew through, they'd wear the same clothing and he'd carry him around like a kid. That, that that's pretty bizarre, isn't that pretty bizarre? Yeah, that, that, that that's that's odd behavior. Even his adults were children. Yeah, the adults <laughs> he hung out with were children. Little of it. Uh, so, yeah, it did freeze a hot minute. Aponte, the stream started over again. That's the one downfall of Streamlabs. I hope they come out with an update to correct that eventually. So so for me, if I would have watched this, it would have been these teenage kids that I actually related to, kind of kind of in between. But the point is, O'Connell said. So Jerry O'Connell, whose father is a Hell's Kitchen cop in New York City, well, you know, and Jerry O'Connell was a kid actor, you know, the guy, film, whatever. He's seven years old, eight years old. They fly him out to L.A. to, to audition for the sidekick for Emmanuel Lewis's character in Webster. So he's going to go out with a bunch of kids. O'Connell. What, yeah, that's Jerry O'Connell. Okay. So this is before this movie. This is like 83, before this a, movie. An even fatter Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, yeah, he's a cute, yeah, so... Kids and, looking like a barnacle out there. So he goes out there, and, and his father was a, it was an, it was a you know, New York City cop. Emmanuel Lewis, in the height of his Michael Jackson face, comes out of the audition room wearing the one glove and the, and, and, the, and the glasses and the jacket. And Jerry O'Connell's father just literally grabbed him by the head and just said, we're leaving. He didn't even do the audition. He, he, was, he was just like, no, we're leaving. Because it was just like, and he was like dancing like Michael Jackson when he came out. Like, he was just out in the hallway doing that, you know. 
And it was just uh, uh, Jerry O'Connell's father was like, yeah, this is weird. <laughs> You're not even going to audition for this. They fly 3,000 miles, you know, and then, uh, and then can't, uh, you know, uh, don't, don't even do the audition, which I think is hilarious. That's hilarious. You know? so that, that, but yeah, River Phoenix, big Gen X death. Big Gen X death. I'll tell you what is a big death here. Dean Stockwell died. That's now, right. Now, for people who don't know, if you've never seen Quantum Leap, you're a fool. So you need to go watch Quantum Leap. Yeah. But uh, what else o- was he in? O- O'Connell what? also Wait, auditioned for all the out. roles here. O- Jerry O'Connell auditioned for the River Phoenix role and the Will Wheaton role. And he said he knew he wasn't going to get the River Phoenix role because Rob Reiner, during the audition, Rob Reiner was crying. He was crying during the audition. And River Phoenix was crying during the audition. Like it was one of the crying scenes, and O'Connell was well, like, yeah, he I was can't withdrawing from heroin. You know, well, here he, he, he actually, I know, I'm kidding. He had not started partying yet, but boy, about a year or two later, he was a hardcore party boy, man. When did the fucking My Own Private Butthole come out? Well, My Own Private Idaho came out in 91, which was, boy, Gen X. Yeah, we've talked about that, it. Exactly. That was a Gen X hipster movie. That was a drugstore cowboy. It's Gus Van Sant. He's got his finger on the pulse of fucked up youth, man. He knows fucked up youth. Look at Dean Stockwell led, yeah. led the life, died of natural causes in Ranchos de, Ta- de Taos. New Mexico. Oh, he was. Oh, he was in Taos. Yeah, he was in Taos. Uh, Julia Roberts. It's Rancho de Taos. Yeah, it's, it's probably, probably right next Taos. to it. Yeah, it's right next to it. He was I'm in New Mexico. His, huh? Here's when you know you're the shit. It's his filmography. Is his performances? Yeah, his performances. Somewhere. At home. When were we first? Like sometime in the fifties. You gotta say right. Was it was his forty five? Was his first thing? Oh, oh, he's a child actor. I think he was a child. Yeah, I think he was. Oh a, yeah. What was he in? What was the first thing you recognize? The first thing I recognize? Yeah, yeah, I'm just curious. Let's see. Well, it's going to be nothing in the 60s. Dune? Yeah, Dune. He was, in, he was in Dune, absolutely. But I've never seen it, but it's the first thing I recognize. Dune, and then also, he was in a lot of those uh, David Lynch movies. He he's in Beverly in... Hills Cop 2. Yes, absolutely. To Live and Die in L.A., yep. Blue Velvet. Oh, he's in Blue Velvet. He's, he's, yeah. D- d- you've seen Blue Velvet, right? P- I, st- I got into a David Lynch phase, and so I started it, but I never actually like finished Blue That Velvet. was like, when I was a teenager, that was like, you're going into a fucking horror movie when you see this movie. Like the, like the, like the Dennis Ha. It's that- just like weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's not like insanely I- scary. Uh, I tell you, it's not, it's not, but it's also like uh, Dennis Hopper. That was the big thing when actors took on extremely, like, I'm going to make my splash, my comeback by doing this incredibly dark role. So Hopper, who, who had literally not acted in about eight years, I, I think since Apocalypse Now, he did Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and he did Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet, Dean Stockwell. Did you get to Dean Stockwell's character in that? It's, it's kind of later in the movie. You probably no, didn't. I didn't. Dean Stockwell is, is a fellow, basically, gat criminal that lives in this kind of medium-sized town in Washington State. You know, very much, uh, you know, David Lynch. And he's a, uh, I, I think he's, well, I, I, there's a gender sort of thing going on with him. That's yeah. kind of implied in it. And he's just a complete. He's fucking, a big mo. But he's just, he's a complete, just like weird sociopath creep. If you, if you see that, watch, watch Blue Velvet, a uh, pillar to post. I, I think you'd pillar like to it. Post. I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it. Yeah. Pillar to post. I love that. Because maybe your sensibilities might be a little bit. Oh, watch it. Watch it. Sternum to taint. You know, but yeah, (laughs) watch them balls to ass. Balls to ass. That's what you do. But Uh, uh, let's see the blue iguana. That's the fucking prequel to the blue lagoon where she gets fucking (laughs) molested and and 
God. No, there's no way. The, 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 I know there was a prequel. He's in Tucker, the man in his dream. Oh, I've seen in that in school. In 88. Francis Ford Coppola yep. made Tucker. Yep, absolutely directed that. That absolutely. movie's horrendous. Why is nobody talking about how horrible? <laughs> Tucker is like a instructional film. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Tucker is slightly better than Brian's song, which I like, but is a horrendous <laughs> film. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Billy D shouldn't be proud. Neither actor. That's two thunderous actors, by the way, being in that piece of shit. Absolutely. Huge, huge. James Kahn plays Brian Piccolo. My my brother, I remember my brother uh, said that they had to watch that in junior high school and people were weeping. They were weeping in the crowd. I want you to love Brian Piccolo, too. (laughs) I, dude, I got it. I had it on VHS. I fucking loved Brian's song. That's how shitty the Bears were. Yeah. We had to watch movies of like (laughs) 50 players. All the stories were just like, you need to fuck the current team, watch Dick Butkus highlights. He used to (laughs) mangle people's heads into helmets. That's the phase that I'm at right now. You watch that Game of Thrones, that's the 65 Bears. (laughs) That's not the phase I'm at right now with the Vikings because I know they suck. So I've been watching old highlights in the, from the 70s and 80s. Like these seasons, I remember them being good. <laughs> but that's the phase I'm at. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is a... How's, how's, it, uh, how's it going now, by the way, boys? Are we... Is, is it unfroze? The chat's been stagnant. The, the, this is... Uh, Stand By Me is good. Stand By Me is good. It, it, it's a totally... It, it's a good, like... Uh, I don't know. It just captures, like, again, like late... Early, like... 12-year-old to 13-year-old boy youth. Would you agree with me that time frame? Not You're not 8. You're not 10. Oh, yeah. You're a little bit, but you're not a teenager yet. It's that kind oh, of phase in between. Oh, this is like totally. You want girls? You want girls? Well, you're, it's becoming a little bit more. Do you want more. the trailer or the speech at the end? For what? Brian's song. Do you want to watch the trailer for the movie or do you want to watch the speech? Man, that's a, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. The relative merits. What's your instinct? What's your instinct? I think we'll get popped less for the trailer because the 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 fucking climactic scene is probably very long winded. Oh yeah, and you'd have to. There's a lot of context for it. I mean, it's up to you. Let's see. Okay, here's the reason why I want to see trailer. Okay. Okay. I remember when Jack Warden plays <laughs> plays uh, George Hallis, Jack Warden, famous. He's a, they had a heavyweight cast. Those are three oh, known yeah. actors. That Jack was so Warden. tense. I wanted to put this on while we were deciding. <laughs> what should it be? Should it be the preview for Brian Song? Or should it be the climactic scene where James Caan stretches out his acting chops? Dying, the last breathing words of Brian Pippen. Henry Mancini did the song for Brian's song. Dude, Henry Mancini is huge. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. Th- th- this Do you know is- who else is huge? In, in, I did mushrooms at Nate's wedding. We ate yeah. mushroom chocolates oh, in Kansas did. City. And I sat in bed and listened to the fucking Philip Glass Orchestra. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, what songs did they, uh, was it like. Uh, but the, Philip Glass is like a naturalist. Uh, but he, what, what dude, did Mancini do the Bond themes too? Who did the Bond themes? He might have done that. I thought he also might Well, I, I'm not confusing him with Chuck Mangione, who did the theme song to the 1980 Lake Placid Olympics. But Mancini might have done like a Rocky movie in there, possibly. Or Let me see. I could be wrong. But we, yeah, let's watch the preview because I want to hear the Jack Warden talking about uh, 
Ernest Hemingway, like they grounded in a serious literary literary figure. All happy stories and sad, or you know, it's, it's some line like that from from fucking. From, here's what it is. This is also the beginning. It's of, also that ebony and ivory shit. Yeah, where like they're absolutely. white and black, and they actually get along. Absolutely. <laughs> One was white, the other black. <laughs> One liked to talk a lot. You said, uh-huh. The other was shy as a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. He was b- meant borderline retarded. I tell you what that Gale say is, he had the disposition of a three-year-old boy when he came in there. He's from rural Kansas, and he was black. What do you expect him to be, a chatterbox? He was afraid of everyone. G- g- give him a break. Anyway, go ahead. George Hallis said we got a colored back in town. <laughs> Our story is about how they came to know each other. Oh, oh that dude. Fight each other. I'm gonna whip you, Sayers. You- I'm gonna whip you like Roots. Did you see Roots? <laughs> that's well, probably, this is six. Years, that's probably six years your four favorite TV show. Magic. He called him Magic in this movie. But Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams was too big to be in Roots. That's how fucking big Billy D. Williams was. He was starring opposite Diana Ross and shit. You know, I mean, he was like, oh, because he couldn't tower star. over everybody. Well, no, I just, I just think he was. It was a made-for-TV movie versus actual movie. Yeah, you know? I mean, there was still a differentiation. You gotta be at your best and help each other. Let's watch it. I think I, I owe you a beer. How you? I love you, man. Hey, you, man. That's rough. Through sweaty. labor, our blackness and our whiteness <laughs> will be connected as one. Let's rub our sweaty faces all over each other. <laughs> A lot more than that. Yeah. Oh, this, this is free Godfather did, too, right? Did, oh yeah. Yeah, this is Mancini did Disco. Yeah, we're gonna have to not ter- play this. Jack song. Ward, George. Look Hallis. how he's been ninety-seven forever. Oh yeah, yeah. He and Morgan Freeman. Both, he's they're, one they're, of those guys. They were b- b- fetus old. Max von Sydow too. Yeah. Oh, is oh that that was a character actor. Oh, that might be uh. Oh, uh, what's his face? Dan Blocker. That, well, that guy, he just died. He just died. He was in Revenge of the Nerds. That's the guy that was in the. That's the guy that was in the truck with OJ when he fucking. No, it's drove not down AC. It's not AC. But it's UL. <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want Judy Pay. Oh yeah. I was afraid to get up. I figured not everything. We're getting loaded here, man. Look, we're at Pizza Hut. We have Yasser Arafat's fucking. He married me when I was fifteen. <laughs> yeah. He's from Florida. They would have done that. Piccolo's from. Florida. Yeah. Played at Wake Forest. <laughs> that collared. <laughs> They're just having fun, man. They're couples. Brian Piccolo back to Chicago. He's always been in shape, willing to give 100%. But he's not doing that anymore. And that's what worries me. I feel like you're rubbing off on him. That lazy African-American shit's rubbing off on my boy Piccolo. We brought you in here to make him faster. We wanted you to put those quick twitch skills in Brian Piccolo. You're just a pawn, boy. (laughs) Unless unless they're blind, they knew Gale Sayers was a better football player than Brian Piccolo. They must have. No, no, I know know, know that. I know you could be saying this plot line I'm saying. The the fact that they made that attention, it's like, no, no, this is not. It doesn't ring true. By the way, that's one of my pet peeves that people do lately, too things when people do the like i'm kidding guys like we know or when someone's in the middle of doing a story whether it's planned or not and they'll go guys this is totally true i'm being totally honest this is not a joke right now i am not standing on stage leaning on the microphone doing my act right now (laughs) we are not at the beacon theater right now i promise you i'm not doing my act yeah it's just tell the fucking story that was brian's song 
That, that was want, Brian's want, want, son. Yeah, We're that, still. This is what happens when Dean Stockwell. We're still on Dean Stockwell's death. Yeah, yeah. So Stockwell. What, what, was he in episodes of like a Petticoat Junction? Maybe I always would confuse him and another guy who died recently, who was an alien. The guy who first gets it an alien. I think that is Dean Stockwell. No, no, no it's, that, that, it's Harry Dean Stanton. Okay, Harry, Harry Dean, Dean Stanton. Stanton He's Dean dead Stockwell. too. Yeah, because Harry because they were also in uh, in Wild at Heart. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Harry Dean Stanton was in Wild at Heart, which was a David Lynch movie. It was his follow up to Blue Velvet. You know, also the, the he was be- in McHale's Navy, the remake of McHale's Navy. Wow. So he had a in the nineties. Every, all every time Air Force One, he was in yes. the Rainmaker. Uh, a very good like uh, character actor type actor. Then he did this movie called also, The Restraining Order, a crime film starring Eric Roberts. Oh, yeah. Julia Roberts. Of Real World famous. 2 fame. Uh, of uh, Real Star World San Francisco. Star, Star 80 was... Oh, he wasn't in Real World. He wasn't in Real World. Real World. He was not in Real World. He hosted MTV, right? He hosted a fucking no, 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 a show no, no, on MTV. No, maybe. Let no, me no, see. No, no, no. I Eric, think I did. Eric Roberts I think is I'm right. Julia Roberts' I know, brother. but he was on MTV. He was... He was a he was a VJ on MTV. Well, then I wasn't. No, we hosted it. like a fucking fitness show. I, I I have no memory of that. I swear to God, dude. I believe it. Yeah, this is you see these teenagers. This is key for like this is the age I was. I, these guys were actually maybe a weeb. No, these guys are my age. These these were like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Years. I would have been seventeen when this movie came out. These guys would have been like that's another Eric Roberts. Then it's not that Eric. Roberts. I knew yeah, Eric Roberts is in Star he was in fucking Batman. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's 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 the guy. He has a great scene when he gets his legs broken. Have you seen this guy when he's talking about Heath Ledger's Joker? He's like, "Have you seen it?" He actually has a pretty good line, you know, when he gets thrown out of a building and breaks his yeah. ankles, and they got to question him. Like he he plays a crime. He's had a career his own in his own right. Anyway, Eric, not yeah, Eric at Nye's niece. I just knew him as Eric. Uh, yeah. Oh, you mean the guy on MTV? On MTV, yeah. See, Aponte yeah. knows my fucking early MTV shit. Yeah, yeah, MTV. Was so big when I because it was transitioning. Yeah. You remember the early MTV? Absolutely. I remember MTV when they were starting like TRL. Like they, yeah. I remember oh, yeah. M2 when they created M2 because everyone was like, I remember when MTV was just music videos well, all day. That was always my. Cl- that's when they lost me. That's when they lost me. Here's where they lost me. MTV used to have epic commercials. Like on a oh, thirty-minute yeah. show, yeah, yeah. it would be fifteen minutes of TV show. Yeah, yeah, their commercials were legit five to seven minutes long. <laughs> and then now looking back on it, I didn't realize like, oh, they didn't have content. Yeah, exactly. They didn't exactly. have like thirty minutes worth of TV show or twenty-two minutes worth of TV show. That's why Mike Judge was brilliant when he worked his. I mean, I'm a. I was such a Beavis and Butthead head. I mean, I was a Beavis and Butthead fan. I loved Beavis and Butthead. I watched it all the time. I loved it. My mid twenties, I was the perfect age. He didn't do shit towards the end. Let's go to tell. Yeah, I feel yeah, like what's television. What's the last thing we knew, we know? Well, the last did. movie he did was in twenty sixteen, but television, I feel like, was his fucking. He was in Manix, Bonanza, <laughs> Combat, Alfred Hitchcock, The Twilight Zone. Oh, you see, those were all like high end dramas at the time. Columbo, Mission Impossible. He was yeah. in The Pendulum. Yeah, Streets of San Francisco. Yeah, with Michael Douglas and and Carl Malden. Uh, police story. Yeah, oh, with, uh, with Angie Dickinson. Another Columbo in '75. Oh, yeah, Col- Cannon. Oh, with, with William Conrad. Elderly, elderly queen. Elderly queen. I remember watching that show. It was about a British detective. Three for the road. McLeod. Yeah, I remember McLeod. A was a killing Dennis affair. Weaver. 
Quinn Martin's Tales of the Unexpected. Man, he was a 70s TV Ooh, guy, man. Heart to Heart, The A-Team, Miami Vice, Hunter. The, those are quality television. Like he the was Gambler doing... Part 3, The Legend Continues, 1987, television film. That's why he was good. Oh, with the Kenny Rogers movie. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 part 3, <laughs> colon. This movie's going to fail. Yeah. But that's like books. You know, like Jose Canseco's books. Like when baseball got, like my story, colon, when baseball baseball got big. Or, you know, they're talking about steroids. Yeah. Eric, colon, Eric yeah. hosted The Grind on MTV. It was a dance show. Uh, Aponte says it was Soul Train for white kids in the 90s. Yeah, absolutely. It really was. Oh, I remember watching You bop in your, in your Zoom bads, fucking listening to some fucking Beastie Boys. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This is Nas. Fucking just thrusting on a pole while you yeah. fucking intro a fucking music hey, video. Man, it, it, it was very like sexy and hot. Like, I, I was in my twenties, you know, and that, so that was... the chairs got wheels so I could fucking <laughs> grind. What do we got? Murder. She wrote eighty eight. To... Here's where he fucking came to fame. Admiral Al Calavici, Quantum Leap, nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety three. Yeah, I remember him being on Quantum Leap. The leap, absolutely. Yeah, he was. He was. Wasn't he kind of like the uh, the wise sage guiding him through like time travel or something? Or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was his. This is. I swear to God, Quantum Leap is a ripoff of a comic book. So there's a yeah. DC character named uh, Booster Gold, who he's a dude who was in. He's from the future in Gotham, and he was a security guard at the at the Hero Museum. <laughs> Where everybody, but here's the thing: he was a professional football player who got caught cheating and got suspended from the professional football league. Yeah. So he's relegated to being a security guard. And then when he's he's at the fucking museum one You'd night, get a mobbed up. Kid. He's at the museum one night, yeah. and he fucking steals a, a superhero costume and travels back in time to like be a superhero. <laughs> and he's like this blowhard cocky prick it fucking restarted again the stream and, and restarted so that's again. what dean stockwell was he was a blowhard cocky prick was that his character or was oh yeah really like, oh, like no no i'm Guantanamo saying that's Leap? booster gold oh, oh yeah but in yeah. booster gold he's got this little robot with him named skeets who's like this smart aleck little fucking little robot but it does all the time traveling for him like skeets is his like fucking link okay to everything and every like, time i see quantum leak i'm like this is booster gold yeah he's the character Her, uh, dean stockwell is skeets yeah he just smokes a cigar yeah interesting a little just enough of a difference they, they but that was quantum leap French my favorite episode of quantum leap is when he has to go back to the 60s to stop the fucking assassination of kennedy <laughs> and he fails at the end uh, he tackles lee harvey oswald and kennedy still gets killed but he he pushes old girl out of the way the wife oh, 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 jackie, jackie o. Kennedy? Okay, okay and then he's like but i failed and then old fucking uh, dean stanton tells or dean stockwell tells yeah. him like no we sent you here to save jackie her Kennedy. Oh, interesting. And I have a joke where I go, see, even in an alternate reality, the government needed Kennedy dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm not a believer that he, there was some big conspiracy. I think just some nut bar killed him. I think, I mean, I think that some nut bar just took him down because he was fucking crazy. Although, uh, I think uh, the mob Lee, did it. Lee Harvey Oswald's story is pretty bizarre and It's dubious. the one conspiracy, I believe. I think, I think the mob paid him to do it. And the government, well, they didn't like say like, yeah, do it. They knew it was going to fucking happen. Yeah, and they were like, ah, go ahead. We don't really like him. Yeah, you know? but, but he's but Catholic. Just, yeah, I, I think that. Imagine if a Jew became president. <laughs> oh man, uh, I said this before. 
uh, a success in this country, advancement, I have to remember this, is that Obama didn't have an assassination attempt or didn't get assassinated. Like that, that to me is a, that is a, that, that is a success. Dean Stockwell did a voice for nine episodes on Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Crow, uh, have you ever seen that show? Absolutely. I loved Captain Planet. Yep. I was at the dock. I had a Captain Planet doll. And when I would go places, I would put my toys in my pants. Yeah. Instead of my pockets. Yeah. I was a weird little kid. Yeah. And one time in the doctor's office, I... I was like, uh, do you want to see my Captain Planet? And they were like, yeah. And I went to whip out the toy and they thought I was going to whip my dick out. <laughs> I call it Captain Planet. That's, yeah. actually, that's hilarious. <laughs> but you actually had a toy, Captain Planet. This is a good, I, I like this scene. This is them like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eating their fucking, getting their gas station meat. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this is where he talks about Goochers or something, right? Where they flip the coin. And that's a Goocher. Bender on the side. <laughs> Big tits. <laughs> That's great. This is the age where you freely talked about tits and ass. Maybe you spank a girl here and there. Yeah, yeah. You'd be a yeah. little aggressive. You're pushing them in puddles, really sexually abusing gals. Yeah. I'm glad I grew out of that. I had that. Honestly, oh, I can admit that I want to be canceled. Uh, son of the <laughs> Bonanza, the return. Stop that. We're getting into the 90s TV. Madonna, yeah. Innocence Lost, a television film. Uh, it's an American drama film directed by Bradford May. The film stars, oh my God, that was on Fox in 94. Chicago Hope, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures, The Langoliers, two episodes, Nowhere Man, Unabomber, The True Story. He had a fucking catalog of The Tony work, Danza man. Show. Tony Danza, what year was that? Uh, 97 to 98. Ooh, man, I'm sure he was like, I gotta keep working. And then like Jag, Stargate. SG One. The last TV show he did was NCIS New Orleans. I tell you what, 2014. If you, if you look at his work on television, he was doing to, like known shows. He was. I, I yeah, he was in shows. Battlestar Galactica. Uh, he was number one Cyclone. John Cav- John Cavill. Dean Stockwell was. Yeah. What the 06 remake? To 09 for 15 episodes. I and I, I, I watched that show. I watched. It. I, I didn't recall that. I think. I, the, the the remake with Ron Moore did yeah. stuff because that show I, I loved Battlestar Galactic I didn't I didn't I didn't remember that crazy I should remember that I should be at my head yeah he's a humanoid Cylon wow yeah I think he's introduced later later in the show later in the show it's a great show yeah but yeah yeah so it was uh, but that's Dean Stockwell wow and so did you uh, he was a good veteran where would you put him with Nick Ned Beatty or Harry Dean Stanton or where would you put him as far as a character actor certainly more attractive Ned Beatty's a fat pig looking motherfucker is there a guy now who's like the Dean Stockwell arc who's like 50 who has that in him to become that to become know? what to become what Dean Stockwell was which is a kind of a veteran kind of character that's actor. fucking the dude from NCIS fucking uh, Mark Harmon is fucking Dean yeah, Stockwell. Yeah, 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 that's a similar. Although he stuck with one show for a long time. Stockwell bounced around a lot, you know. But you know, maybe he kind of wanted to do different roles. That kind of that made him. You know, it scratched. It scratched the creative itch a little bit. Mix it up a little bit. You know, that makes sense. See what we got. You want to go to Harry Potter school, real quick? <laughs> I, I, I'm not. That doesn't hit me. Sorry. What do we got? That's here? my boy. That's a comedy with Sandler. <laughs> Which is, I actually find this kind of funny. Oh, it's over now. It's isn't over. It? Yeah. Look how fast they go through the credits. Yeah. I actually, it, it's not a good movie. We'll go movie. to a Hallmark movie here while we go. Look at the cast he gets. A Tony Orlando, Susan Sarandon. They must have had a good cast party at the end of that, you know? Oh, totally. 
I mean, I, I give Sandler credit. He, he He's able to, like, throw bones to people that he kind of liked from his past. And, like, hey, they still want well, to he's act. got enough money to. Yeah, he's saying, oh, let's do that. You know, at a certain point, it doesn't matter the quality of the coattails. Yeah. They're just huge. <laughs> they're like, look, if we don't ride these coattails, they're going to sweep us all under the rug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like him being like, hey, it's him being generous in a way. You know what I mean? Like, but it's such a, like, If Hollywood, Hollywood was actually, like... A meritocracy. Clothes. Sandler would be wearing a giant duster just scraping the ground right now. <laughs> Someone holding it like a goddamn wedding dress coming Cooper. from behind him. Oh, yeah. They're leading into Christmas here. Thanksgiving, we talked about. It doesn't exist on the Hallmark. They're <laughs> counting down to Christmas. They'll have two or three days worth of Thanksgiving movies, but it'll still tie into Christmas. She About Paris. I don't know if this angle is flattering. Victoria. She's cute. Just one Hallmark movie. I want to have someone be like, I can't pay my rent this month. <laughs> so I've, I've decided to turn a few tricks. Okay. So a department store manager sets out to create an amazing holiday display window to impress the owner. Uh, she asked, fre- she asked a frequently fired employee God. to make the display as they work together. They start to fall in love. He was fired for groping a fucking employee. But uh, so th- that's literally your plot line. Oh, they just did a spectacular display at Marshall Fields. It's just going to be so perfect and precious. Our display. Oh, but you know we're going to fall in love, even though there was a real mild tension between us at one time. Life is just so soft, and it's okay. You're going to make it through. I. Really don't want. That's the humor. The humor is me going off, not us figuring out the plot. Oh yeah. It, it, I just don't. Oh, oh. What's what's the moment over? What's the moment over? Friends, always. Always. Oh, oh, the, had they fought for a while, and now they've made up. Correct. Yeah, she called her an Asian slur earlier <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> Hey, uh, you, hey why don't you go I work called... on that display there and uh, use some of your calculus. You're good at math, right? <laughs> I love how you go Chicago accent every course, time you're racist. I mean, it's I, I, it's not Southern. It's not Southern, right? I mean, you got to admit it. Perfect. Chicago lends itself to I love pretty... the scene where they just have the fucking, the whole town helping the main character. It's like such a woe is me scene where like you've proved your you you finally proved you're a good person so we'll all quit what the fuck we're doing in our life and, and help you do help this you. bullshit. God, you have to admit, am I wrong when I say this? Am I wrong when I say this? Isn't that kind of a dysfunctional woman fantasy? Isn't that kind uh, of I mean like I think that's just kind of just a uh, help me out. That's that's just an every kind of Maybe more women because they are the ones geared towards watching these, but that's yeah. kind of just an overall fantasy of like, I want to be this for one day. I'd like to be selfish. I work so hard making displays at Macy's all year <laughs> by myself and being under the boot heel. It's really rigorous work when you're doing this. When you're when you're you're thinking to yourself when you're putting a brazier on a fucking mannequin. This is gonna make or break a six year old's child's. Their, their ideal view of what Christmas would be. And I don't want to ruin that. I don't want to ruin that with reality. <laughs> it's like, come on. Uh, oh, they actually have real snow in this. Is this real snow? Or is that, that was just a spliced in scene? Very excited crowd. Is oh, no, that's probably nice. cotton. They don't, they don't really go to snowy places. Is that Candace Bergen? <laughs> what if it was? <laughs> that's someone who's... Is that Deborah Norville? I mean, I feel like a... 
Uh, Deidre Hall. That's oh, Deidre Hall. I, I knew I was going to get there. I knew I was going to get there. Yes. That's Marlena from fucking Days of Our Lives. Yeah, absolutely. All right. James has to go to work. He's going to listen on Spotify as soon as it's up. Work. Yep. Have a fun day at work. Have a good show. It's going to be a long one today, probably. Crow's going to fucking up his meter in a little bit, and then yep. we're going to do a second half. Yep. I got till four, five, six o'clock, dude. We're going to fucking yeah. get at it today. Yeah. Yeah. No, you I, having a good time? I, oh, no. It's totally going well. I, uh, but I just let you know, I do have to drive. I have a, uh, a streak bonus from five to six and I oh, want to go. It's, yeah. It's one thirty-four though. Yeah, but, and I want to go home before oh, stream restarted. I, yeah, again. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't should be we should do this at halftime. Yeah, man. Yeah. But she, that, that Asian woman, she's cute. Winnie Cooper, Winnie Cooper still getting a paycheck. I mean, finally, you know, not still. still. <laughs> Hopefully she saved some of that wonder years money. Dougal. This brought this, this Hallmark brings people out of the poorhouse. Yeah, I feel like any anyone on a Hallmark movie just came out of a hard time. You can tell Deidre, Deidre is uh, is an old cunt. You can tell. Oh, she got made up, dude. Yeah, she was looking rough in the '90s when the devil was possessing her on fucking. uh, Wow. Did you ever see that run? Oh yeah, I remember seeing parts of when When she she got possessed by the devil. Yeah, let me try and see if I could pull that up. If we can do that, and then follow it up with the Rourke takes on the devil on uh, Fantasy Island. The I'm literally fearing, fearing the advertisement. Mr. Rourke on Fantasy Island takes on the devil, takes on Satan. And I was like, oh, my God, I am 11 years old and I'm trying to manage the concept of Satan. We have to create something called Satan, thinking we have to keep people in line to make to, to keep them in line. And, and so that they'll be judged. God, it's, it's the ultimate scam. It's just the ultimate scam, man. It's the ultimate fucking grift and scam, you know? No what, soap you, operas? You, no, 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 no. Religion. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and the creation well, both of, of them. the devil. Both of them. Yeah, yeah. The creation of the... We're talking... We're, you, you take religion and soap operas, you have the show Passions on NBC. <laughs> that, that, that's good, dude. That was a good line. Good good for you. You still got it, man. I'm funny. You know? it's. I'm a, funny, guys. I really am. So this is... Okay. I knew it was someone... This music is supposed to. My plan was ruined. (laughs) If I would have seen that when I was 11, I would have been scared by that. I was terrified. So my dad would go work his day job, his 90s day job, where he would just go go get drunk and roof someone's house with a bunch of his friends and get paid hundreds and hundreds of dollars for it. Yeah. Uh, which was big in the 90s. Absolutely. My grandma would have to go up and down stairs and record. My dad was balls fucking deep into this run. Yeah. <laughs> he liked hope. Look at those eyes. Oh, I'm. that's Deidre Hall, right? Absolutely. That's, that's fucking Hall. amazing. I will not let that happen again. I will not let I, I God tell you what. win. <laughs> Hold on. What is she? Listen to what she says. The plan was ruined tonight. I will not let that happen again. I will not let God win. (laughs) (laughs) This is the spiritual battleground earth. It's good and it's evil. How long do you have on your timer? Just so I got. Uh, I've got. uh, I've got. Just so we could plan the exit. 23 minutes. Oh, we're good. uh, We're good. 15 minutes. We can take a break. It'd be great. Yeah. Uh, Because. God will not be able to so so john black was the priest and john black john black 
Stefano. Yeah, I remember Stefano. And Bo. Yeah. We're all vying for the heart of Marlena, but we all wanted John Black and John Black was a priest. But he was like a good soul or something. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and then there was Tony, who was Stefano's nephew, yeah. who after the possession angle, they killed fucking Tony. He fucking ooh, he, ooh. he he no, he f- kills himself. He fakes his own death. He has a pen and he, he, he <laughs> like hits the tip of a pen and like a gun shoots. Days of our lives fucking rule, dude. Yeah, I have to admit, I, I had a, I mean, I find soap operas preposterous, obviously, but I had, I had a guilty pleasure for Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara, and Days of Our Lives. Here we go. Duck. Look at John Black's hair. He looks like fucking Beast from the live-action Beauty oh, and the Beast. Is, is he Sid Vicious? Oh, John. Oh, oh, but that's actually D-Draw. Oh, no, no. I let myself in. I was a little surprised when you didn't answer the door. Look <laughs> at me sitting in this chair. I turned it around. I, 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 Why don't you slide that nighty down? Why don't you just slide it off? He's fucking purely sexually assaulting is, is he being assaulted? Or is he being possessed in this? There's Stefano in the closet. So to speak. I know somebody who did, did a few, did a few soaps and said... Uh, he loved working on a soap opera. No. Accurate, they were totally cool. The cast was cool. The set was cool. You worked an eight-hour day. You knew. Yeah. It was nine to five, and that was it. You know, it wasn't working fucking fourteen-hour days and shit. The church was practically. Why are you lying about being at the church, Marlena? Oh, he's figuring out that, that, that it's he's. Oh, because I love the devil. I made a deal with the devil. But well, he's being he's possessed though. Not Stefano possessed or is. Ooh. No, Marlena's possessed. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but has Marlena taken the form of the other guy? <laughs> no, I think he's just like, that's his inner monologue. Okay, okay, okay. That's his inner it. log. I get it. I get it. Yeah, man. It's, uh, if you have the Fantasy Island Rourke episode, <laughs> it is, uh, again, Fantasy Island, we've talked about it on the show before, ran, I think, from 78 to 86. I did not see mid-80s Fantasy Island. It, it changed a lot. The, the whole set changed a lot. It just looked different. Mr. Belvedere took over for... When it, when it lost Tattoo, it lost me. 83 was probably... It's, it's, well, didn't it's he high. die of, like, an alcohol overdose? No, I... I the, here face yeah. of the unknown. Yeah. Each bravely giving comfort to the other. Why rock? Why rock? <laughs> You did not do your science homework. <laughs> Why? You are quite right. Oh. Don't get me wrong. I find love very useful. Without love, there would be no temptation in my business. I couldn't get along without it. On the contrary, love is the creative energy of the universe. Without it, life would be hell. I knew it one long ago. Right now, you would have as we speak, long. as I do this, I engorge in my pants. Wait, wait, listen to him. I mean, he's emoting. I'm engorging, <laughs> emoting with my penis. Here. Your time is almost up. See, this when he, this when he figures out how to win. He, but I don't he have outsmarts, my, He outsmarts the, uh, the, the devil. I don't have my little midget to tell me. They're having a debate. 
He's debating. This is a guy who runs an island. Again, the classic joke buddy of mine. This is a guy who has a hotel restaurant management degree from, from UNLV. <laughs> and he's taking on Satan in a debate over like, love. I am in love. Without love, life yeah. would be hell. It would be hell. <laughs> He, listen, he's great as Khan. I don't give a shit. In Wrath of Khan, oh, he's great. Two, he's totally good. Here's in Khan. my problem with Khan: is he isn't scary. He's good, and it's not, and it's like evil. Yeah. But people described the Wrath of Khan to me like it was Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah. Like it was this. He was so scary as Khan. Yeah. And then I watch it. I'm like, oh, no prosthetics. Like it's just a well, dude. He has a prosthetic chest. Did you he's see that? Just a guy. Yeah. Because well, he's. I am a Spaniard, and I terrify you <laughs> with my great ego. I have bullfighted. Why am I scary? <laughs> because I talk like this. <laughs> you white. Puny whites. I think that he, yeah, he has to go through how he outsmarts him here. These are the fingers I use to fuck women. <laughs> this is the thunder fuck. When you do three fingers, <laughs> yeah, thunder. You make them really calm. Three, <laughs> three is. You're getting in there. Harming the child. What child? I love how the devil's always a slick suited, like fucking. Well, exactly. I'm off to broker a deal at the most powerful company in the world. Uh, that's why I'm surprised. I'm always very soft spoken because you know I'm a fallen angel. <laughs> but but you know it's very feminine. Uh, that's why I'm shocked that Donald Trump has manif the Antichrist. I thought would be a more slick figure, not this slob. Like, Even pussy in Golden grabber. Child, the devil is like who plays the devil in the Golden Child. Oh. Uh, God, because I know that there's a British guy, British actor who's been in a yeah. lot of stuff since. Uh, uh, Got like orange hair. Yeah, he, he's like the kind of he's like the kind of spokesperson for the devil. You know, I can't. Maybe, maybe it's that guy. You lose again. You lose again. You can't take any of us. We'll go both drink See, and those sacks. He's out. Listen to how bad this is. How it ends when he, when he knows he when the devil's know, knows he's lost. But listen up. Look at that superimposed image. This is this is dramatic. Because <laughs> he's, he's going to reveal his horns now. I think that. Was oh, they're like, popping out. I see it. I was like, oh my god. I, oh my god. I will turn a shade of red as well. <laughs> Rojo. <laughs> listen, listen, how ridiculous. It's great. It's great. I warn you, Mephistopheles. No reprisals. Did he call Mephistopheles? Yes. Because then it's reality. The devil is so childish. <laughs> Mesistopheles. My name is Brian. People always say Mesistopheles, it's Brian. Even my worst attractors must admit. That I speak even gay when I'm the devil. <laughs> the horns have come out. Here he goes. Here. We will play a game. We have Wait, why am I going look backwards? Look at that fucking effect. It looks like he doesn't want to be going backwards. The, Wait a second. Why the fuck am I going backwards? It's literally What's going on here? There's literally like three union guys. All right, we'll pull on the Wait. rope. Oh, son <laughs> oh, shit. And they're smoking a cigarette. These goddamn devil powers. They're <laughs> always just pulling you off. Here we go. Here we go. We have all eternity before us. Soon or Come see what I'm wearing back here. It's 
so we did we, no we gotta go back we, we, we missed the line he goes drunk damn you okay okay I think it is. Sooner or later, I'm bound to win. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm, so they're obviously planting the seeds for future devil like comebacks. I'm sure that was like an agent. Like I'm sure his agent. Okay, here's what we're gonna do, Roddy. Okay, I know you haven't had a, had a show in a year and a half, but we're gonna get you back into fantasy. On that was a very popular episode. Nobody knows what I look like not in ape makeup. <laughs> well, he was in. A, he was also in like he was in Rio Bravo with Dean Martin and John Wayne. I, mean, I think he was in. I think so, he was in Rio Bravo. I could be wrong. Do you want to watch Kyle Rittenhouse or the Sons of Cry? Do you, have you seen Kyle Rittenhouse cry? Do you know I haven't actually? I haven't seen that. Do you want to see it? Yes, let's see it. Okay, so go back to the Hallmark spine. See where we're at here, timing wise. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> That's why we got the compressor. Exactly. It makes them listen a little more, man, when they hear that. It, it oh doesn't yeah, make the show sound unprofessional. It makes it sound like they get it more intimate. It draws them into a. Because there's drama. Fight. In the whisper and the silence. What are you doing? Do you not love me? <laughs> He's so unavailable, but it makes him more attractive. Oh, 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 God. You know, it's interesting that you, you start crying like that because, you know. You'd, if only he recognized me. <laughs> you'd think only people pussies cry. Only people cry like that on these insane Hallmark movies where there's yeah. fake stakes and it's so over the top. But boy, you know, you'd think murdering people with a machine gun made you feel like you were in a Hallmark movie. It really tugs at your heartstrings that way. So this is Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, Antioch's own Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, testifying at his homicide trial. Now, I get he's under a lot of pressure here, but... I step back, I look over my shoulder, and Mr... This is like bad acid trip crying. Mr. Rosenbaum, Mr. Rosenbaum was not... The, uh, the Mr. Jew, Rosenbaum, the you know, Mr. I- Rosenbaum. <laughs> if he doesn't, it goes over to the jury. You know, Rosenbaum. He took his dreidel out, and I thought it was actually a weapon. Me so, admit, Mr. Rosenbaum. <laughs> I was making Seinfeld references the whole time. <laughs> now running from my right side, um, and. I was cornered from Donald Trump was supposed to have rescued me by now. He he told me he was going to swing in like Z- Zorro, except for white, because Zorro was a bad guy. Zorro was Mexican. So I was like, but Zorro's a dreamer. But Donald's like, no, I'll come save you. Why isn't he here? This is interesting, though. This has been in front of me with. Mr. Zeminski. Another fucking Jew. And I'm like, they're everywhere. (laughs) That's why I started shooting, because I I, was surrounded. I chose. I chose. (laughs) And there were... (laughs) I'm going to jail. I don't know about that, dude. He's pooping right now. There were... (laughs) People right there. <laughs> Sorry. No, you can laugh. This is hilarious. It's... I, I don't... 
<laughs> I mean, when you see people's brains explode after you've shot them. Yeah, yeah. Because you know something? You did that. You shot another human being. Sack and you up, killed, dude. You know, it's, you know. I mean, you you weren't balling when you fucking did all this shit. Yeah. You marched down there with a big set of balls to go murder people, Plus, huh? he gets brought out to the Republican Party. Did he go to the convention yeah. or something like that? He gets like, wielded out like some sort of hero. It's like, he's oh, by, he's, oh. by, he's by Zorro. <laughs> There's his, there's his, his natural position right here. Hold on. This is when he feels at home right here. Right here. It's almost at the... I, I wanted to... Up oh, there it is. Now he's... <laughs> almost, almost. Oh, a little there more, he is. A little more. There's his home position Rotated right here. Rotated 90 degrees. Mom, no, says, no. Mom says, this is glue. Uh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, Deutschland! Uh, <laughs> 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 yes. There is only one solution. It is the final solution for Rosenbaum. It is. They have taken over the media. Sorry. <laughs> We're gonna just take it. Time for our break, anyway. You, you can uh, just relax for a minute, sir. Uh, oh, he he's. Uh, you hear a report in the back. Smells like shit in here. Yeah, I know. Literally, he's pooed himself. Uh, about uh, ten minutes. The the the, the judge here, I think, has come under the crosshairs. Uh, th- he just started there beating off under th- his fuck. Yeah, that area. Okay. I'm telling you, what's interesting about this trial, dude, is Kenosha and Racine are very much like in question counties in Wisconsin. If you go to the the uh, western part of those counties, it is deep Trump territory, deep Trump territory. And uh, you're the- only gonna you're only gonna get this kind of fucking perspective though here on. Oh no. 103.8 FM. So yeah, it, it is. It, it's deep Trump territory in like Western Kenosha County and Western Racine County. Extremely conservative. Those two cities are about a hundred thousand apiece, and they're in between Milwaukee and Chicago. Yeah. It's literally sixty miles. And from Antioch Chicago. is yeah. like wannabe Wisconsin anyway. Yeah, it's, it's like, literally it's four like miles from the Wisconsin northwest border. Northwest suburbs. At, where I, he's from, right? I, yeah, he's from Antioch. Do you know some Antioch too? Darren Bodecker's wife, Your Josie. Mother? I should actually. Ask her about that, or find out. I should communicate with her. She get Darren Bodecker on the show. But but with um, yeah, he, he'd do it. You know, yeah, he's but, been doing a podcast for nine years. Hasn't released one fucking episode. It's odd. Um, well, he's an odd guy. <laughs> archiving bad comedy, but with uh, and I believe me, I was one of those bad comics. But no, with what's interesting to me is that you know the judge, as far as I've seen in the media, it seems like he's definitely taken a more uh, um, uh, whatever uh, a sympathetic stance potentially towards the. Uh, Towards the accused, you know, toward, not the, 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 the plaintiff, uh, not, not the plaintiff, but the defendant. And so the, uh, I'm, I could be confusing with we civil court. A different world marathon with, here? With criminal court, it, it was just, um, I, I think that they are, um, I wonder if he's being, you know, again, is the judge being sympathetic towards Rittenhouse's ca- cause versus the prosecution? And the way it's been portrayed, what I've seen is that the prosecution's had a difficult time. I will be curious to see the decision they make in that county because that's very much a battleground area in the country. It really is. Because there's only four cities in, in Wisconsin that have, have substantial black folks. Madison, Milwaukee, Kenosha, Racine. And that's literally it. It's like 98% of the black If you population. go to Wisconsin and you say, where are all the black people in Wisconsin? And they'll say Chicago. 
<laughs> and it is, and you know, Kenosha has a large African American population, as does Racine. But those are the eastern part; they're actually on the lake, and those are Democrat strongholds. But it is the white folks. There Do you know what else? Very conservative. So my dad's friend, very my dad's friend Willie, lived in Kenosha. Yeah, which I I loved him. He's he's yeah. he's great. He's the funny one of the few, one of those people where like you should be a comedian. Yeah, he's so a funny, na- naturally he, funny guy. We visited his family in Kenosha, and he has a daughter named Erin, and she was like tall and they left to go get drunk one night and he left us with Aaron and he yeah. goes Aaron you're in charge you're not the oldest but you're certainly the biggest <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious and yeah. him that duty yeah <laughs> kind of works strategy you know and I, he was just so fucking funny he was on the Rick D show he flicked a coin on his belly on the Rick D oh, show yeah. he was like a local legend for that yeah yeah funny he lived in Kenosha but before that he lived in Wakanda Wakanda. Oh yeah, I, I, not I, the fucking Black Panther Wakanda. Yeah. I, I Wakanda, two, Illinois, very northern Illinois, ooh, and very conservative. Very, you get into west, uh, Western Lake County, very conservative. You know. Anyway, go ahead though. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I just remember that almost like I remember driving to Wakanda and being like, "What the fuck?" Like I remember my dad. It's out by Algonquin. Yeah, <laughs> it, being like, it, "Where the fuck are we going?" Just so you can do coke and get drunk. I had to go out there. To, and the answer was yes. Uh, I had to go. Out I had a good time. Played Mario three. Uh, I, I had clients, alarm. Yep. I had clients that I had to go visit. There's two guys who were total Trump guys. They paid me five thousand bucks to get an application approved. We were trying to get some financing to. They owned a plot of land up there. They fucking hated Barack Obama. They they hated Barack Obama. They couldn't stand his ass. God, they didn't like him. But yeah, my point is that that's cut from the same cloth where Rittenhouse is from. That swath of like kind yeah. of America, like that kind of rural. But you're close to a city. But there's some black folks. But you're still the majority. Yeah, you don't like it. You know, <laughs> they're still here. All right, we're gonna take a break. Uh, I got commercials here from '76, <laughs> which is solution didn't fuck on some. Which is the year of TV history. Uh, we'll be back here. You're really missing something. There are two things a woman can rightfully expect in marriage. One is fidelity. What is the other? Infidelity. <laughs> the nighttime Hollywood Squares, Tuesday and Friday nights at 730. Let us be the one. Oh, I, I, my girl in is New this York like local LA yeah LA local yeah. LA TV because you can Miami tell it's actually a little bit higher quality than what most 70s TV was when you would go out in rural America some of the TV you'd see like in the mid 70s was just like oh my god it looks so old like just not well produced really stiff and square three out of four of our passengers have flown us before national I flew national Airlines. I flew national from D.C. to Minneapolis. I flew national airlines. We're partners. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to get the transition back. And Skippy mails us back. Ten cents for everyone. Make it official. I remember thinking that looked gross. Like being like, ugh. I'm not yeah, that eat. looked like dog food. Yeah, it was, it's dog food. Well, like, the like, dog is licking. The dog's oh, real excited over it. Is, it. is that fucking Dennis <clears throat> Franz? No, no. Dennis Vulcan friends, no, welcome back to the show. <laughs> we're going to do TV league and TV history, and we're going to send you guys home happy here. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what, didn't we talk about something in the first half we're going to try to watch in the second, maybe? Was that a uh, earlier in the first half? No, I think show? that was when you wanted me to pull up the fucking Montabon versus Satan. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. 
dorm director's brand new Kanishiwa. Sinbad was going to save sitcoms. Yeah, Sinbad was big. Sinbad hosts Saturday Night Live. I love the old, the sunglass fucking flip downs. Yeah, that, that that was. That seems like your era. A lot of black dudes running around Madison like that, huh? Some, but it was a little bit clownish. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was a little bit clownish. I mean, again, I was in college in the early '90s. I graduated in 1991, 30 fucking years ago. I. I think of my girlfriend at the time, and if she knew what I was doing right now with my life, she would say, wise choice, Amanda, wise choice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, and watching this, like, this was, you know, I couldn't, I, there was a time period, again, I didn't watch, in my 20s, I didn't watch a lot of television. I, I didn't have a TV for two, three, four years, I think in two different stints. You know, I, I didn't have one when I first moved back to, to Chicago from Wisconsin. I, I was just like, eh. I don't even know. I, I just was, I didn't watch it much. So I didn't watch a different world that much. Although I, I knew of it because I, I thought what's her face was, I mean, uh, Denise Huxtable. I mean, she was, you know, was uh, she like the main character in a different well, no, world? No, she's what so she's Lenny Kravitz. She's Zoe Kravitz's, uh, you know, daughter, Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet was like, holy shit. That was like an exotic. Didn't beauty. Bill Cosby like blackball her? Cause she'd pose. She posed nude. Well, I know that she did. She was an angel heart with Mickey Rourke. And she plays this. Have you ever seen Angel Heart? No. I I, th- I think you might like it. I think you should check it out. Is it pre box face? Mickey oh, Rourke? oh, oh, it's when Mickey Rourke was like deemed like a hot leading man, like nine and a half weeks. He played like sultry, dark characters. You know, he played a good scumbag. You know, but he was a uh, he, he's a, and he plays a scumbag in Angel Heart. But it, it, it's the same guy who directed Dead Poets Society. I think directed was it Peter Weir? Is that his name? I could be wrong on the director. Rittenhouse fucking probably don't like Peter Weir, you know. <laughs> but we know that the Selznick's a long tradition in Hollywood of having a Jewish voice from the beginnings of <laughs> being that much of an asshole. What a what a peering into the ugliness of the human heart that is of just like of racism being front and center to your vision like this is and not that long ago like less than a hundred years ago this being like we are going to kill people over this we are literally going to the mat and going to murder you because we think our race is under attack going to the well they do it blacks are always talking about it why can't we right yeah just like oh my god just a complete lack of understanding of history just a complete lack of it and well, just and being caught oh this is what we're gonna see we're gonna watch this hell Good yeah job, we're gonna watch man. this yeah. but i mean just so so i think he's i bet you he gets off i bet you he gets off well he yeah he got off well and on tv that wasn't him crying that was him coming <laughs> his, his, his fuck face <laughs> God, no, that would be <laughs> when he has his O. When he has his that's what Aponte he said. Adam wanted to watch La Brea. He mentioned yep. it in the first half. Thank you. So the we're, we we have one show that we watch while we discuss the league and this half because yep. La Brea I think is only like eight episodes. Ooh, and we don't know one. if it's going to get picked up. So they're they're fucking. I caught up, Crow. So I could tell you, you know that little girl with the older chick. Yeah. So we find out that they are not sisters they were at a crazy church event and this fucking older broad and her husband kidnapped the younger girl and that's why she's so tight-lipped like don't speak and do all that okay and they outed her and this fucking older bitch fucking 
whacked one of the fucking uh survivors and now they're all fucking now she got he got kidnapped by a shaman we'll get it all here in the watch again wow again lost gone supernatural but lost was kind of supernatural though right wasn't it? well when they flipped it you got a female jack now you got that blonde headed chick as the peacock is bad we were worth we were worth more in 1988 than we are now. <laughs> they literally were worth like billions of dollars in the late 80s, I think. So we got a lot of news and updated standings. Uh, I'll go over the individual wins. Monday, November 8th. Ooh, it went back to the top here. Hang on a second. Uh, Monday, November 8th, Dancing with the Stars took a win. Uh, the Neighborhood, Bob Hart's Abishola, NCIS, and NCIS Hawaii all took victories. Okay. Uh, the Voice took a win. Well, it should. It's one of the top shows, it is right? One of, it's number one now. And then wow. uh, 911 barely took a win. Uh, the Big Leap lost. And then, as always... CW shows lost. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> yes, of course. Winless, baby. What about the uh, the Korean show we were watching? Squid uh, Game? Squid Game, That yeah. lost, but it's still in the billions. Wow. Seinfeld has entered the TV league because Seinfeld is on Netflix now. You mean the Seinfeld, like the show Seinfeld, the television show Seinfeld? Here, we have to watch that. We have to watch this. Hold on. Okay, yeah, this is important. Okay, good. Thank you. La Brea. Veronica. So he, she, oh, she belts him over the head. So he was like, "I know you kidnapped this girl. I don't want to hurt you, but like, there's, it's dangerous out here." And she was at her dad's grave, and she was playing like, "Okay, can I just have a yeah. moment with my dad?" And when he turned around, so they they wrong foot the audience. Yeah. That's always a good tactic. That works. Stop. Let them go, Silas. So, uh, what's their storyline? The, They're like, just cave people that speak English. That happened to live oh. in La Brea? Or, or were so, they from a previous time no. that got sucked in they're, and it's their spawn? They're from one time 10,000 BC, but that sky pussy opens up all the time. So they've okay. met people from the future before. That's why they found that gold from like 1800s. Oh, okay, And they're like, okay. this shouldn't be he. But, 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 the, but the, uh, this was filmed in New Zealand, by the way. Uh, okay, that makes it probably Peter Jackson's production company and stuff. But yeah. Wait, was this like uh uh, uh so, so this, 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 like, uh, you know, uh, whatever, a caveman family. Were they the original ones that went into the space pussy, or is that even talked about? Is that it's just no, no that's it's just not what even they talked are. about. It's just it's what, just they, what are. they are. You don't know okay. yet. Okay. There's, there's probably Ooh, that could be revealed. Yeah. I didn't have a choice. You pulled the trigger. I so the mom murdered the dad. That's why the son is upset with the mom. Didn't want it to go that way. This is your last chance, Kevin. So check this out. So he was going to go into the pussy. We yeah. found out the pussy's closing. Yeah. It shrinks. And then they don't know when it opens up. And there was another lady down there who's been down there for like a thousand days. And yeah. they find her and she fixes their ship. The survivors inside yeah. like 10,000 BC. Yeah. But so you know how in the future they keep finding shit from the crash site like she he found the wedding ring buried oh. and so he found a message from her in a bottle that basically said move on with your life like i don't know if i'm gonna get out just don't worry about me okay okay then they found the ship that they're repairing the like the they're repairing the engine to get out of the sky pussy well all of a sudden it appears in the ground with like two corpses inside of it so he goes like, I got to go get them before they get on that ship. It's this big moment in episode six. We're like, do we get on the ship to leave or do we trust his future premonition that if we get on that ship, we're going to die? Yeah. So there's this big gun battle and the lady they find that's been there for a thousand days gets shot in the stomach and dies. Okay. 
and then that's how the episode ended and then the sky pussy closes and the sun goes we're stuck down here now because of you I told you not to trust dad. Oh, 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 okay. Because he's, this is where we're going to be at. We've got dad issues. He gives up. It's dad's Well, check this out. So he gives up. They tell him, like, come back. Don't go in there. And that's when. They're going to shoot you down, dad. Hoffman, hold your fire. Coming down. Levi, I can't let you do this. Everyone on that flight will die. We're not going anywhere. Diana. She's gone. I told you dad wasn't going to come. Now we're stuck down here because of you. Listen, mom, you fucking bitch. (laughs) Because of you and dad, we've got a bad relationship. I'm part of Generation Y, you know? So, The Bachelorette, then we're on Tuesday, November 9th. Now, I'm going down the individual matchups, and then we'll we'll get into the standings. Sure. Because we had like two weeks to to make up. Yeah. Bachelorette uh, took one point, took a draw. Uh, That's rare for a reality show. Um, Queens, which is a new show on ABC, uh, took the L. Looks at look, looks at a terrible show. Don't like it. Don't FBI, like it FBI International, and all the FBI shows, and The Voice won. Um, La Brea won. Uh, new Amsterdam took a W, and so did The Resident. New Amsterdam and The Resident are like your hospital shows. Our Kind of People took a loss. And then, of course, the series finale of Supergirl took the L. And this is again. What league is it? Is it the second? These league? are just the days. The, okay, I'm not okay. going into the standings okay. yet. Okay. So now we're on Wednesday, November 10th. Okay. This is the last thing they've reported on. I probably have Thursday. We could probably do live Thursday updates. Yeah. Um, we have Survivor uh, taking a win. Tough as nails, which is like a construction worker type of show where they have you like fucking lower down an anchor on a giant ship and see who does it fast it's just all sorts of like feats of strength and shit where you wear a construction belt while you do it and shit that that when i when i was abc's wide world of sports in the 70s used to have that that was my first introduction not the incredible hulk my first introduction to lou ferrigno was him doing a strongman contest in like mid 70s pumping iron it was even before pumping iron like he was not pretend to watching you naked lou but (laughs) <laughs> they like you stroke it. You got a long hog, Lou. No, no. Well, what it was... His is, dad's a sexual predator. They, 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 they had a strongman competition here in L.A., and so they went down to Malibu. They filmed it in like, several locations across, across uh, L.A., but the one that I recall him from is he had to take, he had to take an I-beam. He had to take an I-beam and twist it on his head. Like He actually had to p- pull it down on his head and, and like not wrap it around, like, but just had to, had, had to like, bring it down, an I-beam on Lou Frigno's crown of his head. It was like, like, he broke it down like... And put like at a ninety degree angle, and that's that's him like, that's him showing what 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 a, what, a, what power he had, you know. Anyway. It's all right. You could leave it there. Okay. Okay. Just want to make sure it's fine. Drops out. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it was uh, that was my first uh, that 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 reminds me of like the, the strongman competitions, you know, that they actually have that as a show now. They're just going back in time to to get that gym to polish that turd up. It's just you got to admit it. There's a lot of bad product out there. Oh yeah. There's a lot of bad product out there. You know, but there's some good stuff, but it's it's pretty bad. Okay, oh, so he's gonna come too. Ooh, ooh, yeah. ah, ah, damn. So we have uh, CSI <laughs> Vegas took a tie, and Tough as Nails took a tie, so that was one point each. All the Chicago shows took victories, so they moved up in the Premier League. Um, Mass Singer took a win, but barely. Uh, Alter Ego, which is like a Mass Singer show, but you're in like a you you're like a virtual. Like, it's like a green screen show where they'll have someone do karaoke, but as like a leopard girl. <laughs> I, maybe I shouldn't be like 
you know, uh, people look love down that at, shit. Yeah, exactly. You know, they eat it alive. Yeah, you know. Um, and then uh, DC Legends of Tomorrow and Batwoman took L's. Uh, now we can get into the standings. Your new number one show is well, not new. Uh, the Voice is number one. Took three wins since we last recorded a wow. podcast. So it won three days of the past like nine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fifty-two point two 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 points. Uh, NCIS lot. is number two in the primetime division, 49.311. Squid Game, number three, 41.101. We even have a separation between one and two now. It's pretty much NCIS and the voices to lose. A show has to, a, a nice long 24 episode show has to come along and get pretty much go undefeated. Yeah, to, to take him down. To take him okay. down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it looks like so we got squ- our Squid Bayern. Game third or fourth? Squid Game is third. The, may, the, our, we have a new number four, the show called Made which is on netflix it's got a 38.041 super rating so it had like a billion watch minutes yeah yeah um and i don't necessarily know what that show's about let's take a look made like you're a made member of the id oh 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 oh. so it's obviously a woman who's got uh uh, class fantasies A single mother, Alex, uh, turns to house cleaning to make ends meet as she escapes an abusive relationship and overcomes homelessness to create a better life for her daughter, Maddie. A lot, Ooh. lot going on in her it, life. It wrong-footed me. I, I, I looked at it in a pretty one-dimensional light. Nope. It still sounds. They like really crap. laid it on thick with yeah, her. Yeah, she's a lot a of woman dilemmas. in an abusive relationship who is also deaf and has a retarded kid and lives in a dumpster and has to get a job doing a maid for a racist <laughs> lawyer. Like, holy shit! I know one character. That, that's why you have an ensemble cast, right? Because they each kind of have to deal with those dilemmas. You know, you can't just all on. What's well, a lot of heavy lifting for an actor? I would think. You know, to be like the, the one. Yeah, person. but people, actors love that shit. Yeah. You, you gotta I be good. I slept in a dumpster outside of a California donut for a year. To be a performer. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really met any actors like that, but it sounds like you heard a few uh, doing stand-up. As number five, yeah. Chicago Med. Number six, Chicago Fire. Number seven, Grey's Anatomy. Um, and then you got uh, the seven spot, Dancing with the Stars, Chicago PD. Uh, all those Chicago shows are in a cluster. Grey's Anatomy really fallen down. It's taken. Wow. It's taken the hit on streaming. <clears throat> I think people were real. That was a pandemic product. Yeah, yeah, and also that show has an old school audience of like it's been on TV for whatever sixteen years or the hell eight. Is, yeah. is, is it eighteen years now? It's on its eighteenth season. Uh, yeah. I, I was living in Wisconsin. Four, I think I it came in, out. Wow, wow. I was living in Wisconsin, man. When that when that show, I remember hearing about that. There was a woman I shared a, a cubicle with. Let me get the exact number on it, just so we could celebrate. Very it. cute. Very tense. A very tense very woman. Tense. Very tense. Very, very, very pensive. Very pensive. La Brea is solidly number 10 in the prime time. So, you know, we got ourselves a nice little mid table. Yeah. For eight episodes. That's fantastic. That, Absolutely. I, mean, I honestly don't think it's lost all season. We yeah. got an undefeated television at, show. Uh, uh, the world's been turned upside down and it reveals La Brea, the world that we're living in. Oh, we got these interactive. What's under La Brea? I swear I'm under La <laughs> The good thing Hulu does is they let you do interactive commercials where it's only like 30 seconds. Okay. Okay, good for Look them. at Santa Claus driving a truck, dude. Here's how you know the pandemic was tough. That's probably like Kurt Russell or something like that. <laughs> they just didn't have work. Yeah, yeah wait, wait. Because he did that Christmas movie with Goldie Hawn. You got Craig Robinson shilling for every delivery service. Pizza Hut, Subway. Yeah, good no for him. No one pizzas the Subway. No one Subways the Hut. He's mixing up fucking slogans. G- g- you know something? Good for him. Totally you know? good for him. You know? you know, but I'll tell you what. 
he's the kind of guy that people got to leave the hallway when he's coming through. Not because Ooh. he not because he requests it. Yeah. Because they physically can't be in the hallway with him at the same time. Well, He'll bulldoze you out like a fucking uh, like a cat going through a doggy door. Yeah. No. Again, my very first stand up. He, he was an open micer going up at the No Exit Cafe. Very tall and thin and Park. sexy, probably. And, 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 and I, he was a bit, but he wasn't what he turned into. He's uh, morbidly ob- obese. Yeah, he is. Uh, my brother Craig, gave me a we call. Love you. <laughs> My brother gave me a call about a week ago, and he was like, "Have you seen Craig Robinson's on that piano? Uh, he's pushing a few bills up there." <laughs> they try to give him some loose clothing, and it's like, "Wow!" So, what I do mean, you, what do you, what do you find in a Ford? We got to interact with the sad. Do you want power, productivity, or capability? I, I, I want. Oh, wow, gee, look I'll at this just go future. With power. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, this is like future. Now truck. I can hit power. Now, this, the second you interact with it, you could skip it. God, they, they really. They are trying to, you know. Oh, ads are here to stay. Yeah, it, it, but no, but also just like integrate technology into vehicles and stuff. I mean, obviously, that's what's always been. So now we're getting into the bottom half, the second half of the premiere of the primetime table, sixteen through twenty. You got Survivor Manifest, who hasn't really played in a, in a few weeks here, but Manifest is still sitting on its early yeah. rankings when it yeah. had a billion, exactly twenty six super rating. Which remember when that seemed like so much? Yeah. Absolutely. We're like, oh, Manifest is going to coast to the victory. Manifest was like a late September show, right? Like late September for uh, us. I think that was September. Yeah, because we got we caught Netflix got it on fire. Yeah. Yep. Because it got canceled on regular television. No one was watching it. Yep. Oh, this fucking guy. You want me to just walk away? You flew into restricted airspace. You flew into restricted airspace. We're going to erase your life. You will be a librarian. You'll be allowed to see your kids on the weekends. I'm the stone cold character who makes these kinds of decisions, Ross. Someone, you need the show. The show needs a guy like this. You don't know quite what, I'm almost ambiguous emotionally. My eyes never move. I clearly have a prosthetic beard. (laughs) So he made it home, right? Yeah, because he grounded the ship. You know, I'm a sophomore at Fairfax High, and I get my ass kissed all the time by everyone who wants to be in TV. I don't have a... No, so... (laughs) So we have uh, Bob Hart's Abishola, The Neighborhood, 911, FBI, FBI Most Haunted, NCIS Hawaii, International, and The Equalizer, all bringing up the back half of the, the back prime half time of table. The, and the prime time table being the second league, yeah. correct? And yeah. So, and this is where the battle is, is in the yep. bottom half. Yep. So we got uh, from... Part uh, places nine through the bottom. It's only separated by four points. Yeah. So it's they're only a win as long as they keep winning. They keep climbing. Yeah. But you got to have other shows write a stinker of an episode. It's yeah. like wrestling booking. Your your future rating is as good as your last episode. So that's why you uh, got to hook them on the last scene or something that, like that, that, that because people are watching like, oh, I'll watch next week. This one was good. So yeah. you really don't uh, find out how good your previous episode was until you find out how many people watched your current episode. Then you're like, oh, last week's was good because this one was up. God, I, I, I which makes total sense. I absolutely hear the logic of that it makes total sense. But when I think about that, it's just like it reminds me of stand up. Like sometimes like you're only as good as your last set. You know, it's like, ooh, he had a bad set. He had an offset. Well, you know, if there's enough good, the good should outweigh the bad. You know, it's like, 
Uh, maybe I'm so you that. know that lady that got shot that was fixing yeah. their ship. Yeah, she was mar- She was about to marry this fucking Indian chick. So the two women were going to be married. Oh, oh, oh yeah. So, ooh, so because well, like- it was progressive, not in ten thousand BC. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to go into the earth, pussy. They'll murder me. I'm a dyke. <laughs> <laughs> so so oh so that they're you know they're. Hey, that, that that attraction is like real too, you know. With their agenda, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to ramrod their agenda down our throat for about almost. Only thing I want them to ramrod is their fucking meat patty on my face. <laughs> I'll eat of a lesbian's pussy at. That's right. Ooh, oh, the shaman fixed. They all speak I, English, by the I, way. I, I, <laughs> Well, it's sort of like, you know, Star Trek. You know, they all spoke English in a my galaxy, name, you know. My name is Terry Hatcher. I am the shaman. <laughs> By the way, that woman I find attractive. Terry Hatcher? She's beautiful. No, well, this woman is attractive, too. I find her attractive. I do. Oh, yeah. You know, she's got a sort of Native American indigenous beauty. You know? Really, you gay and fat. Trying to get back to our home. That's the acting parts. Would you be able to do like the... Ugh. It's you don't even have to grab it. You just gotta kind of let me try and act right real quick right here. Okay, okay. okay? Try, if I was talking to you, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, and I'm trying to like do like a head injury, yeah. I would just be like, oh fuck, <laughs> like I almost wouldn't talk. Like I would be, I would be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 I like, guess, I guess, what type of injury is it? Is it a pain injury or like a clouding of the brain? Injury? Like you don't You're have pass to signify. Out. Touch the back of my head because she clubbed me in the back of my head. They know you just got knocked out. You just got to kind of sit there and not, not know everyone, what the fuck is going on. You I just got to kind of be like, almost like, yeah, wh- why do you speak English? Yeah, it could be. But, you know, that would also, I'm going to say the audience is less intelligent. Who's that character, that colored? Oh, he's the one who got hit over the head. So now she had to do that. To so let now me check know. this out. Her son's mad. That they feel like we you failed us because you wanted our yeah. you wanted us to have faith in our loser dad, and uh, the fucking lesbo's dead, so she's feeling all kinds of guilt. So now she's he taking yes. double charge to <laughs> yeah. like she's yeah. trying to dig uh, dig a grave. Oh, oh, oh she's fight. doubling down. Gosh, she isn't thinking clearly. Which is exactly why I should go. <sighs> Look, I'll go to the caves with Mary Beth and. Once people calm down... You stay here and flick the sky so the earth pussy opens up. We have to find the clit, Ross. They are... They are... They're, uh, they're definitely like a notch above of soap opera, correct? Oh, they're yeah. a notch above soap what opera. What if the big thing of this is like, we have to find clit rock and flick clit rock <laughs> flick, click, to open up? Open up. To, oh, yes. Please be... Please like me. Please. Yeah. Aponte, please wa- keep Aponte, me around. What do you think about... Keep me around. What do you think of clit rock? Aponte, that's great stuff, right? Prime Access Division. This is Division Two. Young Sheldon bringing up the top. What do I we like say? the fact that that show has lost popularity. Yeah, I mean it's a it's one it's a yo yo club. It it goes back and forth Whoop. between yep. yeah up and down. Uh, Mass Singer number two. What do you think? Why do you think that happens? I mean, in our league, it's just because other shows also win. Most shows win. It's rare that you get an L. So it. You know, on a so so basically, it, it hasn't gotten bad or less followed. Others have actually just yeah. exceeded it. So on a Wednesday after it airs, Young Sheldon will jump up to seventeen or eighteen. But then throughout the week, other shows also get wins, and you have to reshuffle the standings. That's yeah. the thing about the television league is you can be relegated and promoted 
in season. You're not just hanging in first. Like you can get up into the last division. That's why LeBray is so great because LeBray has started from the bottom, and now they're fucking mid table solidly. Yeah, through for, yeah. For, for seven episodes. Yeah, yeah. So this is a big crux of this episode. This heroin addict and his mom, they're warring. I don't care He's been such a pussy since. So he started out this hard-ass fucking drug dealer, talking shit to all the Indian people on the island. And then now he's this big fucking baby. Because I was saving your ass. You murdered our father. You murdered daddy. Ma, why did you kill daddy? Because I'm a hard-nosed Latino cop, bro. <laughs> that is my Look character type. I'm white, but I talk like this a little bit, you know? <laughs> Clit Rock is great, Aponte says. Yeah, let's see. So this is where they throw at you. The fucking dude, the, the nerdy fucking New Zealand guy who smokes weed pens. In 10,000 BC, they would have random fucking storms that would be... You know, snowflakes the size of blizzards would hit randomly. So now they're getting hit with like 10,000 BC weather. Oh, they're trapped. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just... This seems like a, a, a game of Dungeons and Dragons gone haywire. That one, one, yeah, one, one, it's, a bad like you're in a bad your your DM isn't got you in a bad world. Yeah, it's sort of like <laughs> where how are you supposed to figure this out? But that doesn't mean it's good. It means it's convoluted. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, what was your impression of this episode of La Brea? You watch it pillar to post. I just think it's fucking wildly fantastic. Yeah, uh, I mean it's horrible. Yeah, but it's yeah. just I I love that they're trying to throw a little bit of lost at you. You got your yeah. Jack character, but she's a woman, so it's aggressive yeah there's uh they always have to have a drug addict somewhere on the island yeah. aponte makes a great point there's no homeless people they would be <laughs> eaten first episode well, we talked about that i think in the first episode we only I, we only have one more rack of hobo meat <laughs> what are we gonna do I, I actually think the homeless they band together and they take over the normal but no i'm wrong every episode about of this show the if normals. it were reality would be about who are we gonna hunt and eat next yeah um, so here we're in the second division. Young Sheldon, the mass singer, New Amsterdam, which is a hospital show, uh, all took wins in a tie. New Amsterdam took a win in a tie. Goldberg's took a win, uh, which is the wonder years we need. Yes. And that's diversity we need. No one's talking about the fucking suburban Jewish family. I tell you who's talking about suburban Jews. I tell you who is. Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. And their Rosenblum was followed up by <laughs> Worst and Shine and followed up by Cots and Corn. And then I and then got they <laughs> David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust. And I was like, Ziggy! <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, oh, you see, yeah, the whole trapped motif, too. It's like, I, well, yeah, I don't know. I'm being, it's, it's just, it's sort of contrived and it's been done oh so they have to connect oh they have to connect here right because that's the drug addict kid who's kind of a fuck up and she's angry with him right and but they have to bond now yeah. when he dies well and Mom, so he wakes up though I he like- wakes up here's how fucking pussy shit is he wakes up and you think he oh he he also withdraws from heroin he's not just selling it yeah but no oh honey you didn't like small spaces even as a kid he's claustrophobic crocious uh, so, and when he wakes see, up he gets enclosed mom i was about to murder indian guys and i was being all racist and tough but now we're in an enclosed space and i'm having a panic 
<laughs> Literally, that's what he does. Yeah. Oh, he, he probably thinks he's stretching out like my acting chops by being, ooh, it's a multi-dimensional character. No, you're. At, it, they're also trying to give backstory to that guy being a drug dealer. Why did you become a drug dealer? Because he was claustrophobic too. You see, they have a deep pain they're dealing with, Keith. Yeah, they do. But it, it, it's more subtle than this, I think. Even I'm gonna. I'm going to see the. Sh- I'm going through. I'm gonna put the standings up on the page. I'm gonna create a whole new page on the website. Yeah. But I'm going on additions. So the blacklist shot up the rankings because the blacklist aired actually. And then because it's on TV now, the new season's on, people are catching up on Netflix. This is an example of a reverse Grey's Anatomy where people are watching the blacklist because they're excited that the new season's on. So they're like, oh, let's go back and rewatch it to where now people are like, oh, fuck Grey's Anatomy. We watched that during the pandemic. So it's rating bad across the board and it's dropping in the standings because of it. But the blacklist is in the early fringe, which is the third tier. Now, I have a question. Is that that James Spader show? <clears throat> no, the black. I think so. It, but it's also a Shonda Rhimes show. It's Grey's Anatomy universe. It's the Shonda verse. Oh, I, I must be. Okay, I'm wrong. Or that I'm might sure be I'm scandal. Wrong. That might be scandal. But blacklist. Let's go. Let's look. Let's look I, what it is. I, 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 I'm totally wrong. Spader made a Spader was actually, I think, pretty good in, on TV. I think he might have won an Emmy for he had some like, but he Spader has aged uh poorly you have to understand for eight seasons he he was like spader was like he was the bad guy in less than zero less than zero was the requiem for the dream of the 1980s it is james spader the show follows the red raymond red reddington a former u.s navy officer turned high profile criminal who voluntarily (laughs) surrenders to the fbi after eluding capture for decades he tells the fbi that he has a list of the most dangerous criminals in the world uh which he compiled over the years and is willing to inform on them uh, in exchange for immunity as a prosecution. It's just a show where I can be a genius killer and talk like this. <laughs> where I can almost sound like I'm running out of breath when I talk because I'm so smart. You mean Spader? Yeah, that's how Spader <laughs> talks. I almost talk like a robot. Because <laughs> again, I think of him, he was a bad, he always played kind of a tough guy. Like he was the asshole in Pretty in Pink. He was the uh, I, yes, Steph. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was the because he he had sort of like a dark streak. You flick a cigarette off on your forehead. But again, he was in less than zero. He he was Robert Downey Jr.'s drug Everything dealer. Less than zero. Brad Pitt it's was a good a, movie. Was an extra in le- less than zero was Jamie Gertz. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Pure on Spader, drugs. On drugs. And and and, uh, and uh, McCarthy. Yeah. And, well, it was interesting because only McCarthy is a nobody now. Yeah, Andrew McCarthy. I'm was just in over here at Yankee games and shit. I just go to fucking Yankee games. You know, I'm from New York. <laughs> you know, yeah, live. He probably has. A, he probably took care of his cash. This guy broke into someone else's house, and now he's Iron Man. Yeah, I. I, I <laughs> well, yeah, he was a. That was a big anti-drug movie. I was a freshman in college when that came out. Turn around the Bangles. Turn around, Lisa Brown, or maybe that was the Bananarama. And the hazy day of the winter. Oh, don't take anything. Turn around, look around. <laughs> I think it's, I have no, so the blacklist butchering the lyrics. So SNL is number two in the early fringe. Took a win this week. Got a fifteen uh, I super say, rating. Uh, Davidson playing Rogers was actually I think kind of funny. It was some funny moments in there. Yeah, I thought that, 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 that was a pretty good sketch. They, they did a good job, kind of uh, you know whatever sat, satirizing oh, the current world. I they did a good job. Stream good, you know, good for them. Doesn't matter. We're recording, but the stream is. She is she? Do you think is she a Latino or is she actually indigenous? You think? Like of a nation, you know. What do you think? Or is she Latina? Um, who this this uh, act? I, I think I, she's a little Latino. She might be a little Latino. She's pretty. 
But they, you know, there's indigenous down in Mexico and shit too. You know, it's like it's all it's a big melting pot. This part of the world, you know, the stream disconnected. God. We're recording though, so it doesn't matter. Whites just came in and were like, <laughs> "We are taking this over, everybody. <laughs> this new world is uh, for the taken, uh, and we're gonna do that. We're gonna make a ton of money because we ain't making enough back here in Europe because of the royalty, you know. I the royalty. I swear." <laughs> But yeah, I, uh, I, you know, oh, I think the internet is fucked up. Oh, 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 the internet is okay. La Brea is, they're having a heart to heart right now, right? About what, what's going on. So there's, is there a lot of backstory being expressed here of, of the world they're in, you know? Yeah. So you're that type of actor. I, I, I'm sure there's, you know, certain, you know, and he, what, what is this t- type? Oh, this African-American guy. Well, what's his acting type? You know what I mean? What's his sort of role in the genre of television? What's he supposed to do? Um, what the black guy? Yeah, what, what's his role? He's the in intelligent his... guy. He's the one like okay. the nice, intelligent. He, I can communicate. I speak other. I'm a. Uh, I speak other a languages. Yeah. You know, is he a, and so, so is is he? He's one of the. Yeah. Okay. So he's the intelli- the truly intelligent guy that has to like figure some crap out, right? Yeah. I'm also trying to flick around with this because it still says it's starting. It's uh. Yeah, we got it. We got technical issues over here. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, it's okay. We'll just keep talking. Yeah. I mean, it is Chat recording. Away, it is I'm recording. Fun. So. Send me back. They'll never send me back. One more time. Because I'm actually, I actually, I play for the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> My name is Draymond Green. That's a terrible fucking Sorry. racist thing when white folks do that. Does he look a bit like Draymond Green, though? A little bit. You know, you know get the beard. it's the beard. It's the beard that does it. Once I knew he was gone for good. So that white, the old man, the, the main caveman, his name is like Cyril or something like that. I forget what the fuck his name is. Oh, yeah. shit. Here we go. Let me go live. I got to re-go live. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. My mind's kind of popping around a couple different places. Oh, go but, for it. I just want to make sure. One okay, thing we're we back haven't now. Talked we're about, back now. One live. thing we haven't talked about. I think we've gone through a lot of the TV standings. We kind of see who the winners are right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's that's it's a good that's a good thing to pick up on. You know, yeah, we, we uh, you know, we uh, we kind of know who the top, top, top tier ch- shows. What are the ones that are truly on the ropes? We think at the bottom. I'm just curious. So I, I want to hear what those those uh, shows are. Um, so here we're in the third division now. We got B positive, uh, which I think that's a show about a blood bank, and I'm not fucking shitting you. God, Whew. I don't know how you make that one work. Eve, this is crazy. Yeah, we're back, Aponte. Sorry, the sh- I think my internet fudged, but don't worry. We recorded the entire episode. And uh, it's so we're gonna. I'm gonna re-upload it with no fuck ups. Like I'm recording it straight through. It's cool, you know, man. But so where are they? Are they trying to dig into that to save those people now? Uh, yeah, okay. she's she's for, well, she's digging graves. She doesn't know they're stuck yet. Oh, so uh, this is how they reconnect. And this is Mom, you have to understand our next door. My neighbor, favorite thing too, Mr. Is Jackson diddled fucking me. twenty five minutes have passed, and they just now have come to. Yeah, like that moment where like time is all, f- like this is happening. It's not like linear. Yeah, like how are you just waking up? This has been fucking. We're twenty minutes into the episode. Well, that happens, man. You know, it's oh, just Jesus, we need to get out of here. You get knocked out, head injuries. Who knows? I think most head injuries are probably you're down for like. 50 se- you know 30 seconds or something yeah. like that you know what i mean like it's and you kind of come to although yeah that would be a bad sort of ooh be a bad state 
I think I, I told the story here before, but I've only been I've only been concussed. I think a couple times. One of the times was getting hit in the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> I was umping Babe Ruth baseball in the so, mid eighties. Be positive. The series yeah. is about a therapist, a newly divorced father with B positive blood who needs a kidney donor. Oh, God. Uh, when he's unable to find a donor within his family, a woman from his past offers him one of hers. The sitcom is inspired by Ugh. a series created by Marco Panette, who received a kidney transplant. I don't know. How, I don't know how that can sustain. I don't know how that can sustain, Keith. I think it's in the second season now. You know, yeah, I mean, two yeah, seasons. I mean, it's wow. So it's it's probably had. Maybe it's that. Maybe that's all they're looking for. It's only at twenty three episodes though. They give I a lot of these say, shows yeah. like one little run. Yeah, and just see see what it does. Like basically. first episode is first season six episodes always. Yep, yep, yeah. Well, that's you know you well, know that's life. That's that's life. life. So we're doing with our show, my friend. Uh, so we have the blacklist on my block. Another Netflix show plus fifteen got us got a fifteen super rating in one shot. On my block yeah. is like yeah. a show based in L.A. It's like yeah. a, a teenage urban drama. Okay, a lot of people that I I work oh. with at Tender Greens watch that shit. On my okay, because it's yeah, it's just like on teens. my block, yo. Well, you know, it's they they know the neighborhood kids. That actually gives me a sense of hope with L.A. That there's actually that. You know what I mean? Well, I always think this place is so dis- disjointed. The yeah. aforementioned Tough as Nails after On My Block got a 15 super rating. Took two, uh, two uh, one points, two draws this week. Black Rapunzel. Uh, Seinfeld, 11 super rating. It is number 13 in the third tier in one shot. See what else was a big addition here. And again, the the the... the NBC sitcom Seinfeld is now accessible on, on Netflix. Netflix. Wow. So it's making that much of a splash. Wow. How much money did they make on that one? Oh, my God. I mean, Larry, David, and Seinfeld are just swimming in cash. Just swimming in it. Wonder Years is languishing. Been taken one points week by week. The remake of Wonder Years is not doing well in the super ratings. We're mid to lower table. In the third tier of the television uh-oh, league. Uh oh, uh oh. I think they're. I think they had high hopes for that show. Oh yeah. I think they had high hopes, and, and that's just not not meeting it. So we have that Midnight Mass show, which took the loss this week. Uh, Ted Lasso, Money Heist, Lucifer, uh, Turning Point, nine eleven, uh, Seal Team number twelve, Seinfeld thirteen, Wonder Years fourteen, Law and Order, Organized Crime fifteen, Ooh, Law and Order's on the ropes, The Good Doctor sixteen, Ordinary Joe seventeen. Um, what else here? Great British Baking Show has been on for a couple weeks, but that took the loss. But that's got a 10 super rating from Netflix. Uh, what If, which is a Marvel show, 18. Alter Ego, which is that fucking leopard broad singing show. Uh, I got a question here. Yes. Please. This older woman here. Is this the woman from Beverly Hills 90210? Who's the head of SAG? <laughs> it's not her. It's not her. She's can't, oh, can't be I don't that know. old. She can't be that old. But I'm at an age now, Keith, where like the people who were like teen stars when I was a teen are old people. They're getting genuine. Rob Lowe is now deep in his 50s. You know what I mean? Like he's old. He's getting old. You know? See, here too is where the league tells the truth. Yeah. Everyone will tell you this only murders in the building show is fucking fantastic and awesome and shit. Uh, it's in the late fringe division. Number three in the late fringe. It's got an 8.922 super rating. What network is that on? It's on Hulu. Uh, why? Because uh, it's it? got Martin Short and Steve Martin in it. It's like all these old oh, 80s comedians yeah. and there's like a murder yeah. mystery. They're all wacky. 
you know, we're in a horrible TV show. I was trying to do the wild and crazy guy fucking thing. Wow. Yeah. Well, he was, you know, Steve Martin is like your fucking. When I I was was a kid, I I loved Steve Martin. I adored Steve Martin. Never made me laugh. I I, got to be quite honest. I, I, I listened to Let's Get Small and Wild and Crazy Guy ad nauseum when I was like nine and 10 years old. I also like Pryor a lot, too. Uh, but Steve Martin, uh, his movies, The Jerk is still funny. The Jerk still, I think, I mean, Carl Reiner directed it, so it actually has a decent comedic sensibility. It's a bit corny. Yeah. Pe- Pennies <laughs> from Heaven was his follow-up. Uh, the, the Man with Two Brains, The Lonely the Guy. The Mexican version of The Jerk is The Pest. Do you remember The Pest? Oh, with fucking, yeah, uh, but yeah, with John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. Yeah, yeah. It, it was He was coming off that uh, Carlito's Way Heat, you know, with... Uh, with Pacino directed by Look at here he's freaking out now. This is when he starts freaking out. You okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Is this supposed to explain his a panic attack is taking down the big villain in the show. You know because that's how that's how truly terror that's how you know having anxiety is something that I wouldn't wish upon my worst enemy and this is how we're illustrating it on this show. The guy that almost offed the person of color on the island, he's anxious. Yeah. Yeah. And that's bad. It, it is <laughs> what I heard the piece of advice I got from writing the script from my previous agent was uh was um it should be like a match of ping pong. The dialogue's back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. There should be a snappiness. And also, I feel like when you watch this, I feel like it's like, okay, emotional change, emotional change. Back to emotional change, emotional yeah. change. It feels kind of contrived in that regard to me. A- am I being too harsh? No. Here's I the mean, late fringe. I'm yeah. just going to nail through it. The Rookie, sure. show about where fucking Nathan Fillion's a cop. Bachelorette, uh, all took draws last two weeks. <laughs> Solid nine super. I, I like hearing the Bachelor doing poorly. I don't like that show. Only murders in the building took the L. Outer Banks, Frankie and Grace, Walking Dead, The Circle haven't haven't rated in a while. Those are Netflix shows. Home Economics got a plus one. That is, uh, and then we got Goliath, Supermarket Sweep, The Good Witch, which we all saw. That was the first lesbian kiss in cable history, making yep. its roaring its comeback on Netflix. Huh. Uh, a million little things took a took a uh, a draw this week. Gilmore Girls and Supernatural Lost. Um, what else here? And then we got the last. The early fringe is shaping out. That is the last division. Yeah, and that is Queens, the show you hate. Well, I've never Taking seen the it, top but I, in that. When, when I look at the advertisement, it's appealing to just a gaudy sensibility that I don't. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a euphemism for a racist term. It's not. It, you know, it, it's it's just loud. It's like, I just find it. I find it. The Kardashians have changed. Look at Michael Phelps' compound there. Whoa, yeah. It's just as easy as joining a video call. Well, he, he lives in uh, in Arizona. He must live in Tempe. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When the liberals took over L.A., I moved to Arizona. I live here in the desert on unrestricted land. I sit here <laughs> and I trade oil back and forth because I was canceled. I believe in the right. No, I'm, was he, was no, he I'm just saying that's like that. Yeah. They're doing the ad for canceled. <laughs> Canceled.com gives me a life out here in the desert. Now that my friends don't talk to me because I'm a white nationalist. That's a great. That's a great idea for like a show. You know what I mean? Like, like, hey, the country's so separate now that you can, you can actually go become like a accepted entertainer and like, but an area that does bad entertainment. You know? It's yeah. Like, 
It, it, yeah. So I'm just going through the division, then we're going to get into TV history because boy, is it good. Uh, Queens, Bob's Burgers, Home Sweet Home, uh, the Billy Milligan documentary um, on Netflix, The Defeated, which is the team that was like the fake football team yeah. that fooled ESPN. Yeah. Uh, and then you have The Big Leap. Here's how, here's the leap it goes. So you have number, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Big Leap is six. Yeah. And then it goes number seven is. It goes from two million to point nine four five. Walker, Texas Ranger, <laughs> holding up the rear, bringing up the rear, bringing up the rear. My grandfather's favorite show. I think Walker, Texas Ranger, absolutely loved it. Loved the show. He liked westerns. Like a western was like that was that was his genre of of movies, television shows, Gunsmoke, all those westerns from the fifties and early sixties. He was heavy. I mean, those were popular. Bonanza, popular shows, popular shows. That's why they also liked Little House on the Prairie when they were old. And I was like, I remember being six years old, eight years old, and realizing how square Little House on the Prairie really was. I did not like Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> did not like it. And yet I kind of watched it from time to time. It kind of got me in a little way. Maybe I didn't like the, those ambiguous, ambivalent feelings. I didn't like it. Too square. Too and we square. have Penn and Teller fool us. Whose line is it anyway? World's funniest animals. DC Legends of Tomorrow. The 4400. Batwoman, Nancy Drew, Legacies, Legends of the Hidden Temple, and Killer Camp, all bringing up the rear. Killer Camp. <laughs> and the league is only growing. The early fringe division is 17 teams now. It used to be 11. So how many total teams do we have? Um, let's see. Can you do? Can you keep math in your head? Yes, I can. 17 plus yeah. 24. Okay, we got 41. Plus 24. We got 65. Plus 24. We got uh, 89. Plus 20. We got 109 shows. And then we have a whole bunch more that I'm haven't right. premiered yet. Wow. So, yeah, we're coming into a real. We like, have 50 to no. Do, here's a quick math. We have the 109. Here's here's a separate count. 52 plus 33 is, is 85. And then plus 40. But this might be overshooting it. 100, 115. So we have another 115 shows that are out there that are out there. Yeah. But 40 of those shows are like. On our Netflix shows, you mean when you say out there, they just they just haven't got the they hit. haven't they're, yeah they're they, like, people aren't watching them right now. Wow, so they have like two hundred thousand people, yeah, seventy five thousand. Wow, so what, maybe one of those that gets sucked up, sucked up into it, but those those shows are truly on the ropes, right? I mean, they're going to be canceled next week, correct? Well, and a lot of them are shows that like Atypical, which is a show that like was popular when it was on, but it it finished its run, so it's still on Netflix, but people aren't watching Atypical anymore. What a pretentious name for a oh, show. Oh, 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 Keith, Keith, our show, our show, it, it's atypical. Well, it's about a little autistic Because we're, we're just, you know, we're such individuals and the world has been, we're, we're literally just a consumer of one, that's it, and a nation of one. And our entire culture should be geared around that, around our consumerist needs, you know, our phone, we have to perpetually and constantly consume. All right. And if we don't, Keith, if we don't, we're deficient in some way. I don't know if you're aware of that. You're a deficient human being if you're not constantly consuming. And you're actually cheap. You're actually cheap, You cheap bitch. No, no, you're being wise by actually putting money towards your retirement. Because when you get older, it's actually harder to work. You see? That's how it oh, works. It's called delayed gratification. I realize that that's a concept what's for delayed gratification. We get in this burger. I tell you what, that burger looks fucking... amazing. That looks incredible. <laughs> 
DQ them hot eats. I tell you what, you get a good burger out here in in, in uh, L.A. You get a good burger. I'm waiting till we're gonna watch the last scene of La Brea, and then we're gonna do TV okay, history. okay, yeah, yeah. Let, let's do that because we're, we're it's we're been a good show a so bit. far. I Aponte. agree. Oh, we got 30 minutes. I'm I got I'm on your, huh? It's three o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. I'm on I'm on track now. All right. <clears throat> got a two hour and twenty record count for the okay. episode so Excellent. far. Excellent. That's a little bit of mess up top yep. that I started yep. recording. It's all good, man. Duluth trading. Oh, yeah. You know, don't romanticize weather in Duluth. Uh, Duluth weather is <laughs> brutal. It is brutal. Yeah. It is literally one of the coldest places on the planet. Duluth, Minnesota. Oh, uh, it is. <clears throat> I remember being up there. That's where the Godfather plays a hockey, you know. No, well, uh, they, they, like, I was, do, UW, you know who played for U, uh, UMD, uh, University of Minnesota, Duluth? Uh, Br- uh, Brett Hall. Oh yeah, Brett Hall. They always had a very good. I love WCHA, the You know, then Wisconsin of just like because all the non-major ones are the best ones that he played over there at Hog State. Well, no, that that's uh, that's Minnesota. Minnesota has what's well, Minnesota State. It used to be Mankato State. Here we go. Well, now, Mary uh, Beth gives up that gun. Seriously, you guys are unbelievable. Hey, come on, just hand over the gun. Listen, Mom, take down your tough Latino facade. Yeah. I'm off heroin now. It's stuck in my you pubic know? hair. I don't know where it is. It's lost <laughs> in my bush. So this is this is supposed to be a character change, right? Like this is now, the the show is taking a different all direction in favor now. Of Eve and Mary Beth staying in a clearing. Raise your hands. You see. She's still accepted. They also have come up with a name. They call it the clearing. Any quick football takes before we transition? <sighs> Uh, I have gone through this. I do this every Viking season because the Minnesota Vikings are a god awful franchise. I do this every season. You, you have a certain degree of hope. You want to see the strains of, of, of a good team in there, which I still see. Uh, but they are a bad football team. Oh, this is perfect. And, and it's well, good. We do it, this. It, it is the last year of Zimmer being a coach. Well, and we so, do this. I'm going to put on a 19 of uh, uh, a Monday Night Football game from November 8th, 1971. Go on. Yeah, because because the the Vikings this year in '71 were 12 and two. I might add, when they were the best team, in, one of the best teams in the NFL. But it, it, it was. They they have so many weird... It is a coaching thing. Here's a couple things I heard. Gary Kubiak's son is a first-year offensive coordinator. He's 34 years old. And they script the first 15 plays. They have the most points of any team. This graphic is amazing, by the way. They have the most points of any team uh, on their first drive in the league. They've scored the most points of any team in their first drive in the league. So they script their first 15 plays, which is well, actually yeah. every team does that. Right? Yeah. But, you know, I don't think he can even do that. I don't think he's good enough to do that. I think his father actually scripts it and they cannot adjust. They have no idea how to adjust to what the team is doing to them. After those first 15 plays, they have three and out after three and out after six and out after three and out for four or five drives in a fucking Look row. Look at that helmet. They have no, Roman Gabriel, they have no, they have absolutely no way of adjusting. And that is the offensive coordinator. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's in over his head. The thing that Mark Schlereth, who's an announcer this past week, he played for those Denver Broncos teams the and late he speaks 90s. very I use Earl Moore. for everything. That's a professional athlete. Why did all athletes yeah, look fucking middle-aged back then? He looks like then? a barber. He, he, he's a 53 He's tending bar at fucking Sharky's Tap or something. You know I mean? Come on. This guy's a completely old man. 
but 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 it is. Uh, yeah, I, I went to football games in Baltimore. Oh look yeah, that's clearly wore. the baseball stadium. Look at what they wore. Yeah, they I look mean, like they're they're just going out going from church or something. Like a you know? Macy's catalog. Like look at this. And then, I love the fact that they didn't wear a merch back then. I think it's hysterical. They're just going to a game. It's 1971, and I am approaching being out of touch. I'm Howard Cosell. <laughs> do you remember? Almost irrelevant. Do you remember? And well, you don't remember this, of course, because you weren't born yet. But by the late 70s, Keith, by the late 70s, it's Spiro Agnew, Governor, Vice President Agnew. <clears throat> well, I'm going to give you a little history. So it, at, on this day is, in, in 1971, yeah. Led Zeppelin IV had been released. Ooh, man. Uh, the Billboard Hot 100s, The Gypsies, Tramps, and the Thieves by Cher. Isaac Hayes, Thief, uh, Theme from Shaft. Ooh. Maggie May was hot. Imagine Ooh. by John Lennon and Yo-Yo by the Osmonds. Holy shit. What the a- organization was number one in the box office. Wow. Spiro Agnew, who, who is a who was Nixon's vice president, was a complete crook. Total criminal. And, uh, but, but I want to hear what he has to say. To explore your memories of such as Art Donovan and Gino Marchetti, but Unitas was the one for you. Unitas was a great one and still is. Very good, sir. Thank you so much. He's nice and white and yeah. got firm shoulders. Vietnam was raging, by the way, yes, during this. Absolutely. That's what it says. It, it, it was truly the end of like, <clears throat> like people were just like, we got to get out of this fucking war. We do not like being in this war. That's when my stepfather was in Nam. He was in Nam from 71 to 72 in the Signal Corps. He was 12 clicks north of, uh, of Saigon. He said half of his platoon were junkies. They were all just, but it was, they were snorting heroin. You didn't have to shoot it because it was so good and pure. So, Look at this. Look at Danny Don Meredith. Yeah. This is the cover. Hey! He was, when I first I just watching, snorted some trucker speed off a switchblade and I'm ready to hear some call some motherfucking football. <laughs> hey! He was an absolute personality. Him, it was him, Frank Gifford, and, and, and Howard Cosell were mid-late 70s. They hadn't figured the lineup yet. They hadn't figured it out yet. But when it was Meredith, Lance Howard Breeze, Cosell, Lance Reezy, and, and, and then and um, and what's his face and Frank Griff- Gifford. That's when it truly hit its heyday. L- late seventies was the height of Monday Night Football. That's why it's so strange. This for is seventy one. Yeah, yeah, this, this, yeah. We were, it wasn't there yet. It was popular, but by the late seventies, it truly hit. I a couldn't stride. find the one from seventy six. In seventy six, I think it was Rams versus Raiders. That and seventy. It was November eighth, nineteen seventy six. I, cu- I couldn't find that game. Let me sure actually about look. That? I don't, Let I, me actually look. Yeah, I don't think they played. Let that me look. Year. The Raiders were thirteen and one that year. The only team they lost to were the Patriots, forty-eight to seventeen. And I don't think that they played the Rams in seventy-seven. It was Bengals. Oh yeah, that was a good game. Bengals and Rams. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Look at Unitas. The Bengals won twenty Unitas to twelve. Is still on the team. The Bengals won twenty to twelve. Wow, they do they beat them? in seventy six. Yeah, no, they, they didn't beat. That was not seventy six against the Raiders. No, against the Rams. Rams. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. against the Rams. I'm sorry. Yeah, against the Rams. That makes sense. That oh, makes we've sense. gone through that. The Bungles were good. The Monday Bungles Night had Football a good team. got the Wonder Woman lead in, huh? Oh yeah, that means they wanted to put it because a lot of people are going to be watching Wonder Woman. They're going to be watching her titties bounce up and down. It was a guy's thing, you know what I mean? We're we're gonna you know make it. Look at that fucking shirt combination with, and he was like the stud. Oh, that was when TV jackets. You're fucking. You're a part of the network. You look like ABC. Absolutely. You know it was that jet. Those blazers are great. They're great. Here we got more. I love it. More I, facts about 1971 before we get into 76. We got Boy in the Plastic Bubble and Sybil to go through to close this out. So in yeah. 1971, uh, people on TV are watching um, 
Steptoe and Son. The, the, yeah, that, that's a Viking highlight. Yeah, yeah. On the left corner is Jerry Logan. On the other side is Charlie Stutes, 47. Charlie Stutes. This is literally them showing the defense. They didn't put a graphic up. Look at 35, Duncan, moving up. Look at 35. We can't replay, so you have to look at it. We can't go back. We yeah, don't have the yeah. technology. Yeah, yet. yeah, exactly. Finds the open area, and you get the completion. Yeah, like the, the instant replay, that was like the yellow stripe for the first down marker. That was a game changer in, in the sport. The Brady Bunch, McLeod, and the Flip Wilson show were popular in 71. Ugh. Children and teenagers are currently watching such shows uh, as Underdog, Skippy the Bush Kangaroo, all in the Family and the Funky Phantom. Oh, I remember the Funky Phantom. Yeah, you were a kid in 71. Well, 71, I was two. Small. Uh, three. Yeah, I, I but don't that's a that. kid. I, I don't remember anything, truly remember it until I was eight years the old. The best basketball players were John Havlicek, Billy Cunningham, Jerry West, and Dave Bing. Dave Bing played for the... Uh, he was the mayor of Detroit. Very successful businessman. Yeah. He, he ran a, a steel foundry in Detroit. He made more money being a steel man than being a basketball player. Oh, that was... Yeah, he probably made like a hundred grand a year or something. NBA you know? was barely a pro league. You know, it, 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 I, I got news for you. People were afraid of the NBA. And I wonder why, Keith. Why were they afraid of the NBA? Not Panasonic. Not even in black and white. Yeah. Because we make... We got this space age TV bullshit. Uh, I, I, I bet you this... So you can listen to tape. Think of the set on this. Like when they were... I mean, they must have been doing a lot of coke, right? Let's go to seven. Let's let's get uh, let's get to the to the fucking real fucking meat of this shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, the Vikings are... So I have gone through the phase of denial. Not denial, but this is acceptance. And so I, I'm, I haven't paid attention. Oh my so God. So we'll put on Boy with the Plastic. You have to understand, here. this is a cultural touchstone. So the boy you with see, the plastic bubble came out this week. It's 1959 and Robert Reed. Cause see, I, I knew it cause the Brady Bunch dad is in this too. Oh, totally straight by the way. Yeah. Not yeah. gay at all. Yeah. It's, hey son. I've just come from the hospital. The tests are in. He's all fucked up. He's going to have to be in a bubble. Well, that's what's it. That's Mortimer from, from, from trading places. That's Mortimer from trading places. No, it's not Mortimer. It's the other guy. It's the guy from Trading Places. See this, Keith? Oh, yeah. It's the dude from... Hell, yeah. <laughs> What's Mortimer. his name? God, I can't think of his name. Not Stanley or it's... It's some name like a... Mo- Don Amici. Well, no, that, that's not... Don Amici is, 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 the other is Mortimer. He, he's not Mortimer. He's a different name. Marathon Man was number one at the box office in 1976. That movie was... Hoffman <laughs> was a leading man. Rockin' Me by Steve Miller. Ugh. Disco Duck Part 1 by Rick Dees and his Th- cast of idiots. That's when, like, punk rock was like, we have got to form something to oppose what's going on in pop music because it is true garbage. Yeah, he's comforting her. It's just awkward because... I don't like touching the flesh of a woman because I'm actually a gay man, even though Raging I have a daughter. homosexuality. He, he, he was so closeted. He had a daughter. He had a kid to get him off the scent. Isn't that a, what, what a mind 76 fuck. was already the if you, if you leave me now era of Chicago. Oh, yeah. If you leave me now, you take away the big, big, big. Sing it while they're doing this. Part of me. Ooh, baby, please don't go. You know I'm Ralph going Bellamy. to a party after this with Rock Hudson and Johnny Mathis. <laughs> do, 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 closeted Hollywood. In 76. TV shows are the popular ones. Hawaii Five-0, Emergency, like yep. Happy Days, yep. Wonder Woman. Meanwhile, gamers are playing such titles as Tank, 
pursuit, Ugh. gunfight, and breakout. God, though that is such crude video games. They're even crude Tank, to me. Car, store. I know. Move, <laughs> gun, <laughs> shoot. That's literally what it was. It was. It was a caveman clubbing you over the head. See, Travolta. He is born with a uh, uh, an immune d- disorder. This is pre-AIDS. Born with an immune disorder. Where I he- blew Crocious's mind. By the way, he didn't think this was based on a real person, and I was like, No, I yeah. think it is. Yeah, I-, I can't believe I didn't know that. But yeah, so he has to live in a plastic bubble. But what's interesting about the backstory on this, uh, I think uh, Travolta is like 19 years old when they film. He's young in this. And he goes through teenage, you know, uh, crises in the mid late seventies, at you know, as a uh, as a boy in a bubble, so he has to go to school. He has to wear a suit. It's based on a true story, but I guess off <laughs> off screen, <laughs> based. He, he you know you know he uh, he he uh, fell in love with the female his mother, the woman who played his mother in this. He fell in love with he her. banged her. You know, I mean, they were a I guess a pretty serious couple, and she was in her forties. She oh, was in her forties, and he was like a, I think he was a teenager. She died of cancer, and he was devastated. Like he was truly heartbroken over it. Like. It really affected him. I was. Oh, I just want to say. I love you. I love Phil. <laughs> now you're not doing it well. Imagine it's someone you actually do love. Yes, yes, yes. The guy doing hair over I'm there. Run through. Now imagine that. No, I love you. So, <laughs> Let's run through the culture of '76. The son of Sam is terrorizing New York. I remember it extremely well. The Big best, deal. Best NBA players still Kareem, yeah. George McGinnis, Nate Archibald, Rick Barry, and Pete Maravich. Maravich was still one of the best players. Yeah. Yeah. 76 in movies. Uh, Rocky. Yeah, Two I Fly. A Star is Born. All yep. the President's Men. Yep. The Omen. Uh, in Search of Noah's Ark. King Kong. Silver Streak. The Enforcer. Midway. I literally saw like 90% of those movies. Carrie, I saw Midway. Freaky Friday, saw Freaky Friday, Car Wash, Car, saw Car Wash, and Taxi Driver. Did, oh, that, was, that was way dark. Taxi Driver, as you know, it's, oh yeah, it's one of my favorite. Did movies you have to beg? Did you see that? No. Oh yeah, you were like no, a kid. No, Your they, parents were like, no way. Were, I did see Jaws in the theater, as I said before, and I saw Alien in the theater too as a ten-year-old boy. I saw Jaws as a six-year-old. It was like I, I can't describe the power it had on me. It, it, it just it like it seared into my subconscious. I mean, it, it just was like it was so powerful. As a six-year-old boy, I loved it. As a boy. Uh, Rocky won the Academy Award. Yep. Jimmy Carter was named Person of the Year in 1976. Because he won the election. And then people blamed him for the economy, and that's how Nixon got hired. Well, that's how he got hired. Reagan, Reagan. Reagan. That's how he got hired. Well, well that's... It is... There's a... Let me, let me, let me go through again. Okay? Go for put, it. Put on, the, put on the music. The, a, a political science lecture. It's lecture now. It's, it's in point-counterpoint. It's the, on, it's the intelligent part of the show that we, where I go off and I talk about. Uh, See, there he is. I'm a baby in a bubble. But um, it, it is... <laughs> oh, fuck. I lost the moment here. Oh, here we go. So... When Jimmy Carter was elected president of the United States, there was tremendous cynicism over Richard Nixon and Watergate. So they wanted a true outsider, a true humble person who represented their values, and they got it in Jimmy Carter. But through the course of time, times changed. You see, the movements of the 1960s had almost all died off, except for the feminist movement. And also, there was a real hangover over the protests of Vietnam. And there was a sense that America had lost its edge. 
There were gas lines. There was inflation. There was stagflation that flies directly in the face of Maynard Keynes's economic theories, which dominated this country for almost probably 40 to 50 years. This is when the free market and the grumblings of the free market and getting government regulation off your back was really coming up big in the late 70s. And they wanted to get rid of that simpleton from Plains, Georgia, Jimmy Carter. And then all of a sudden, the Iranian hostage crisis happened. So there was stagflation. There was a sense of we've lost our edge. A third-rate world, third-rate country in the world had hostages. And that was lorded over. And that was an absolute anvil on the presidency of Jimmy Carter. 444 days they were held captive. So the conditions were there for a very conservative president who's going to come back and start kicking ass because America hadn't lost its edge. And that man was Ronald Reagan, who was deemed the most conservative candidate of all the candidates, the only non-supporter of the ERA, unlike Bob Dole, unlike old man Bush, unlike other Republicans, the only guy. So him getting elected, the ERA, the true last great 60s movement, was stopped and that was the end of the 1960s when reagan got elected mood, truly was the end mood rings were a fad in oh yeah i remember people having those yeah, roller skates disco music cassette tapes were becoming popular oh, that, that, that was that was like seeing a cd the first time i saw one it was like, oh, color tv surpasses black and white as the most popular tv it happened in the 70s yeah people are using wallpaper to decorate their homes absolutely Hard, hardcore and, and donald trump still is lava lamps are all the fucking rage Yes, I remember seeing those, but I look at those as more of a late 60s things, but I could, I could be wrong. Yeah. You know, people watch those on the mushrooms. Wow. I'm going to I'm going to run through some shows. Did you watch them? Quincy, Emmy, yes. Charlie's Angels, yes. Black Sheep Squadron. Yes. What's happening? Yes. Laverne and Shirley. No. Bionic Woman. Yes. Wonder Woman. Kind of because I liked her. Faulty Towers. No. Welcome back, Cotter. Yes. Starsky and Hutch. Yes. Barney Miller. Mm, kind of. Not really. Jefferson's. Yes. Beretta. Kind of, not really. Rockford Files. Yes. Little House on the Prairie. I had to. Good Times. Yep. Happy Days. Yep. Kojak. Kind of. Six Million Dollar Man. Absolutely. Barnaby Jones. Yes. Last of the Summer Wine. Never saw it. Military, or MASH. <laughs> yes. Uh, Bob Newhart Show. The Waltons. Yes. yes. Maud. God, I watched a lot of TV. <laughs> Back in the 70s, that was my heyday. The Rookie. The Rookies? No. Nope, nope. That's your first white and black cop series. American police series. Emergency with an exclamation. Yeah, a little bit of that, yes. We got Di- Dio Mutt, The Dog Wonder, Jabber Jaw, The Muppet Show, The Odd Couple yep. Cartoon, Yep. Return of the Planet of the Apes Cartoon, yep. The Grape Ape Show, Grape Ape, Land Grape of the Lost, Bag Puss. Land of the Lost, absolutely. Bag Puss looks like it's a fucking one of those puppeteer Sid and Marty Cross yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, probably was. Star Trek, the animated series, and Schoolhouse Rock. Fat yep. Albert was raging. Yep. The Electric Company. Yep. Seventies was a great era for kids' TV. Oh, absolutely, dude. I, you know, there's a reason why nineties. You know, we reflect back. At, yeah, look at, are those actual legs? Or is, like, is there a prop guy underneath? Like, oh no, that's make a, baby legs move. That's a five-year-old child. <laughs> Beautiful baby is. I'm sorry you had to get inseminated. Next time we will have a natural child. We have a turkey baster. <laughs> this is what we do, okay? I love him so much, I think I'll actually have sex with you the next God, one we it's have. It's pretty. God, he has a major role in this. Bellamy has a major role How in this. The test? Well, like I said, he's fucked up. You see, you see, Travolta fell in love with her. 
that blonde-haired woman. He fell in love with her, and she died shortly after this. She died like eight months after this is after this uh, show's release. How long does he have to stay in this? There's no way to know. Until we discover a treatment, until he develops an immune system of his own, he'll have to remain in his protected environment. <laughs> Until, and they made a show out of it. What kind of treatment? I don't know. High grade Tylenol. It doesn't. Uh... <laughs> Maybe. You see, it was her. Oh. Mr. Lubitsch, you may as well have it straight. We could get lucky, but your son could be here with us for the remainder of his life. Here in this box. My God, the insurance payments. Jesus. Good thing the president is white and people are white and the middle class is thriving. <laughs> It'll be a dollar a day. You'll end up paying $18. He's going to die in 18 days. <laughs> Don't worry about the price. He won't live long enough for you to accrue that much debt. Yeah, Dean. It's this is also the same music when when who is it Chris Cornell Chris Connell who's the guy who always has the heart tugging stories on ESPN he does it for his younger brother who was born with a rare def- you know he plays he's a you know pogo well, he's a pogo jumper out. see he's coughing on a button he's coughing on a button from the uh, fr- from the teddy bear watch this he slaps him on the back I remember this scene. I remember being like, this is fucking dramatic. It looks like he's working at, this is like the Lucy conveyor belt episode, but with a kid. <laughs> yeah, look, oh yeah, dude, this was, this was drama. I, I was like, holy shit, what's happening? W- what a dilemma that they have to deal with. Can you imagine like suburban moms being like, yes, I, oh, okay. Yeah, I swallowed a quarter when I was three years old. I almost died. That's why this meant something to me. <laughs> Him harder. <laughs> yep. There we go. I mean, it looked like the time of day changed. Look at this. Exactly. It's, it's pitch black right here. Yeah. And then watch when when they go back. Yeah. It's online. come on, spit it out, you little homo. There we go. Exactly. No, look at look how fucking bright it is. I know. In the I know. Totally. That was totally. two years later. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was like watching a racer. We actually had to wait for John Travolta be- to become an adult, so uh, we filmed too. It's like a racer head. He's like, no, he's terrified. What if he's afraid of him now? Because he- they just beat the ever living Christ out of him. <laughs> yeah, so him becoming a teenager, he's doing. T- yeah, so Travolta fa- fell in love with this his mother in here, and she's like forty one here. I think. Well, look at her. And uh, and he was 19, I think, and then she died of brain cancer. Can you be my real mommy? Hey, I'm wondering because isn't there rumors that Travolta's actually gay? Oh, it's beyond rumors. He's yeah, he's yeah, gay as shit. Yeah, like Kelly Preston was basically a beard for him. Oh yeah, God, everything is being God. a pilot's a beard. Everything he does, it's the color. See, she's older now. We were just waiting for the proper time to say hello. I'm Pete Biggs, my wife Martha, and uh, daughter Gina. You see, we they're right being neighbors, but there's a tension yeah. between them. Is that Francis McDormand? <laughs> yeah. Nomadland. Yeah. It's a welcome home present for your little boy. 
Robert, we, boy. Were, we were just going to chuck it at his little glass cage, but we figured we'd be nice. I don't think this has been revealed to them yet, that they, that he's in a bubble. I could be wrong. Oh, no. They established he has a crush on her. Yeah, that's he, now, she develops a crush. There's a young Keanu Reeves right there. <laughs> that's actually what my, my hair was a, like that in the I 70s. I was a baby. <laughs> what, you had like a little top bowl or whatever the fuck? They, it's just your hair was cut around your face. A, and that's like Pete it. Rose. Like, absolutely. Like, like Pete the, Rose. <laughs> absolutely. That's exactly what I look like. I'm being dead flat serious i had a thick i got thick hair i don't know if you know that man oh I, yeah you know I, I, my hair ain't going anywhere so i had thick i had thick locks come on press your dress up against the window for him you see oh she's scared you see he it's the neighbor he actually falls in love with her have you ever seen the movie Bubble Boy with Jake Gyllenhaal? No, it makes I fun of this movie. Of course, has to. Yeah, this. <laughs> it's John Travolta. It kind of does look like if Travolta was like three, right? Doesn't it? It really does. I love how she just fucking hated this kid. <laughs> Let me go, you freak! And then you pressed his tongue up against the window. It's not COVID. See, safe. this is like. When, when, the, yeah, 12, 12 years, years later, later, they're in high school. What if they just roll a ball out the fucking bus? I mean, this is like such 70s kids. Do? I don't know. Yet they're actually like in their early 20s. Go Let's go try and poke a hole in the kid's bubble. <laughs> oh, no, not really. Like, I hardly ever see him except for birthdays and stuff. Time oh, because he's like the freak me. kid, so he's got to like fit in. Yep, absolutely. Let's go touch your boobs upstairs, huh? I tell you what, uh, Robert Reed made a lot of money. You know, I mean, he has a nice house. He's got a bubble kid. He's got a pool here. Can I you know? touch your boobs? While oh, he's... no, it's a lake. Can I touch your boobs while he strokes your horse mane length hair? Right now, that, that lake is now just a big dry bed with, like, <laughs> homeless garbage in it, you know? See, they're smoking cigarettes. They're smoking ciggy poos. Yeah, cigarettes, These man. are Virginia Slims. They're my stepmom. That was such a teenage... I, told, I went to high school. They had a smoker's corner. Oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're in high school, you go to a smoker's corner. The courtyard. Did, did, did that happen? It was in your high no, school, too? No, 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 no. You just would do that before, like in your car. Before. Man. It, it, it would it, stop you. At my school, they had you had to walk, and it was all this. Like, again, going back to Charles Manson's son who I went to school with, he was a smoker corner kid. He was kind of a, he was a little bit of a tougher kid, you know, shop kid, shop kid, you know. You, know, you would have fit in well, man. You would have you would have been in that smoker's corner, you know. But it, you know, oh, totally. But but it was like, and you had to walk through it to, to go to the uh, go to the um, the auditorium. I wonder when Smoker's Corner actually was taken away. I remember I Smoker's mean, Corner. To be all by yourself let's, like let's, that. You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm. If you look at her. When did high schools take away smoking corners? Yeah. According to Los Angeles Times. The 1978 law that allows school districts to set up campus smoking areas was adopted mainly to move student smokers from the lavatories and into areas you see, it was from other students. It was everywhere. They wanted to put it in one area. Well, so, the, the, so 78, they allowed it. This, so, it. So they probably even still encourage it. Well, I'm sure because ha- they realize, okay, it's happening. Look at so, now, I got my little hamster tubes. Look, look I got my, my, my fucking, I look like a mobster, Ma. Can, we, can you show me the reflection like my of hat? Godfather I, I, again? I'm like, I'm like an East Coast kid. I'm, <laughs> I got a series of Skylab. He's like a nerd kid. I love it. Irregularities in ground temperatures. And the shape of the earth. You see? Performing like an acrobatic team. <laughs> Doesn't he get out at the end? He takes a leap of faith and gets up because he falls in love with her. 
They also have like a little sub sub unit that he can go outside. But he's a really smart kid. He's got to go to high school. He goes to high school in this really ridiculous like red red sort of you know astronaut shitty outfit. Let's go to that. Yeah, absolutely. It'll probably be another ten to fifteen minutes down. I think. Yeah, I think I heard it. I could be wrong. Oh no! You see, he has to do it through closed circuit TV. Closed circuit TV. You see, he he makes gags and jokes because he. I remember thinking this was cutting edge technology, Keith. Oh my God! What closed circuit television? He's that's how they showed WrestleMania. This is what this is what our life has been for the past year and a half. It's all been this, you know. And I thought this was like you're peering into a future that couldn't possibly exist, you know. Aponte says they had smoking corners in the mid '90s. Yeah, yeah. Again, because everyone smokes, so they wanted to regulate it, so they put it into a, into an area, and so we can handle it there. You can't smoke, and that was the beginning of the end of the government coming in and taking over our private rights. No, actually, it's uh, you die, you know? and secondhand smoke is also quite lethal. And I'm very happy Chicago bars. Who's that girl? Smoking. She, she's the next door neighbor. Love. She's no, but I'm saying the actress. No, I don't know. Famous. She's pretty. She's pretty, but I can't remember who she is. See. The Groucho Marx glasses. See, he's got a sense of humor, but he can't swim. I got no immune system, but I work out, you know, so I can clearly get out of breath. I just can't breathe the air. So let's uh, let's go a little bit further in. I think it will See, ooh, she's wearing a 70s bathing suit. You see, I'm really upset about this. Well, I'm making a lot of money off this kid's bubble here. <laughs> what is this, a new bubble kid? Yeah, I think so. I think they're two bubble kids. If you don't get better, we're going <laughs> to kill you. The fact that he's just in a room wearing, like, clothes. You know what I mean? Like, this is right before Carrie. So what do you mean? You're just going to phase me out and he's going to be the bubble kid now? <laughs> yeah, you're not making us money anymore, kid. You'll, you'll die. We'll anesthetize you. I think that's how I dress now, I think, pretty much. What's the matter with you? Tumor. I mean, he was going to realize this Would is you, right before Carrie and like he he made I mean, this is before Saturday Night Fever that he just completely thrust and made it. Would you like to use the butthole tube? There's a tube here that you can insert your anus into <laughs> and then I insert my penis into that hole. XE Keith. <laughs> and then I can insert my penis into the glass sleeve that's in your anus. I, I, I want to see what he, what he. Oh, yeah. See, he doesn't like him. He doesn't want another bubble kid around, man. Hey, why don't you talk to me? Uh, yeah, let's. I, I want to go to the high school. He goes to high school because he's in this like weird suit. That he has to go. Oh, you're, uh, is that it? No, no, no. No. See, he's in love with her, but she like doesn't. She kind of. I guess pa- I'll see you tomorrow. She kind of patronizes him, oh, you know. Um, if you want me to bring any. They play a cool prank on him at the beach. Just, um, he gets upset because she goes and holds hands with him because he's a freak outcast. I don't like the What's way you treat me. In all the great outdoors? You see, yeah, he wants. I want to get some get a tan. I look like a fish. Well, look at me. I look like a tuna fish. See, I knew it. I, I knew there was a fish line there. I fucking knew it. I look like a tuna fish, you know. And look at those sunglasses. I mean, you gotta understand that was a cool look back then, dude. That was a look. Look how AIDSy Robert Reed got. Well, no, I mean they, you know, he's. That's how he ended up looking, though. At the end, yeah. Buy new clothes. It's like they knew. <laughs> well, you're just gonna be a gay Jew, so we'll throw you up. We'll give you a little I mustache. I think he's from Chicago. Could be wrong. 
All right, now spank me with the gloves like you used to do when I was a kid. Turn me and over, say Daddy. L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard Spin was me a... upside down and spank my belly, mommy. Yeah, that's he falls in love with her, and she in real life. Did you have a choice? Shit, let's go forward to. I want to see him in this bad space yeah. as he goes to high school. Man. I keep fucking it up. I can't see it. She jumps over. She jumps over this, and this is a dramatic scene. She jumps over uh, his little his bubble with her horse. This is pre-jumping the shark, jumping the shark. Yes. Before it was jumping the shark, it, it was, was jumping, jumping the, the horse. Travolta. Yeah, it was jumping the. Here it is. Jumping See? the Travolta. This is like a. Oh my God! If he loses his ventilation system, look at. It. I'm just an old hag. My God, what are you doing, these crazy teenagers? Yeah, this is like a dramatic scene. Like whoa. It fucking worked. That was really exciting, Shelly. Can you do it again? Oh, this time, can you have the horse crush my skull? Because I live every day in a series of frightening, dreading moments, and I really don't want to be alive. So this, this whole movie's been about how I want you to take a rock and crush my skull, like the end of the movie to fly. You ever see the fly when that guy's in the nest and he's saying, "Help me!" and they just take the rock and smash him? That's what I want you to do to me. I don't know. Can you stick your? Oh yeah, that that's such that is such like a nineteen seventy six. Like that is seventy six. That, that's not seventy nine. That's not seventy three. Doom buggy. It's very seventy six. That it's that and like painted fire hydrants were very big in seventy six. It was the bicentennial, which made it very. Oh, here we odd. go. Here, here it is. Here it is. There's a suit. There it is. He looks like this. Looks like the end of ET. <laughs> I'm going to school, and this is what I'm wearing. <laughs> Travolta's got to act this out, you know? Someone would just rip the helmet off immediately. Who's Son. the Jew? <laughs> yeah. Man. Hey, look at Bubble Boy's dad as the town gay. Huh? <laughs> yeah, he was... He was closeted. Very... I think he died in 91. It looks like he's going into... He looks like he's going to find... We got to find the portal, son. They're going through the Earth Pussy to find the La Brea people. He he checked out her ass. He's checking out girls, you know. God, it is so fucking... I can actually touch him now. It's so... Do you think one day I'll be able to grope a girl with my bare hands, Dad? (laughs) Well, yes, son. Maybe this is Robert, Robert. Maybe Travolta discovered this during, you know, discovered something that during this show. <laughs> the teacher's like, "You're not making your jokes now, space boy, huh? Yeah, it's also- you fucking freak in your suit. Put on your grou- put on your Groucho Mark glasses now. Oh, you can't because you're wearing a space cadet suit. I think he has his own little spot. This is like this is pandemic relevant, right? Isn't this? Oh yeah. This is pandemic. oh look at her being so supportive. Did they have their falling out yet? Because this is kind of crusty. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we can. Oh, oh that, that, that's what's her face. Uh, Celise. Oh, not Celise. What, what, what's her name? Who's she was in Stripes. She was in Carrie. Uh, one of oh uh, Dan, Danny. Something. You'll see her. That hairstyle. I just wanted to say that um, I think it's really brave of Todd to do this. And I think we should all show him how glad we are that he's here. Todd. See? Okay. He kind of does it. Yeah. Yeah, you know. 
I got blue. There he is. She's standing up. That's the woman who's. Uh, Jesus Christ. She looks like her? she just got done wandering a field of poppies. <laughs> Holy Christ. Yeah, no kidding. She's floating through. But yeah, this is. Oh, my God. I'm going to go to the end. Yeah, it's going to go to we the gotta, last scene. I w- what do you mean, Doc? You know, I got feelings and hormones right now. We're going to turn you into a bug. They tried to make him age. You know what I mean? They, they actually tried to work with that a little bit. Yeah. Todd, if somewhere in that brain of yours, you're actually thinking of... <laughs> I was just asking, Ernie, that's all. What he was in Pulp if, Fiction, for Christ's sake, man. What would happen if I dropped that, drop <laughs> kicked this fucking door here? He, he basically just takes the leap. He's like, okay, I want to just go out and be normal. And he, and he survives. He survives because science is full of shit. Science doesn't have all the answers. Here he goes. Here he goes. That was, I mean. What if as the, it's a happy ending and then as the credits roll, he slowly does get sick and just dies? Mom. He has like lesions <laughs> on his face. I, I think I made a mistake. In the worn did he join a cult while he was in the bubble? Yeah, well, Holy the, shit. The, see, again, the 70s, there was the cult, like, the 60s really happened in the 70s, I actually. only wear white shirts and Nikes now, ma. See, it's like, I, <laughs> I've been chemically castrated <laughs> because I can't have sex with any of the people. I can't have sexual I'm feelings. taking my space suit off because I've transcended to the next world. Have you seen, uh, you, you watched the, uh, the cult of cults, having Heaven's Gay Cult? That was yeah. a pretty good, that was a good little documentary. That, that, that was a... Wow, man. Can you imagine getting in that headspace? Wow. There was a lot of this. What if he just gets shot in the head by a fucking crossfire from a gang fight? Do you know what a lot of this was? The country was still so fucking repressed from the Second World War. And just like, we are the dominant country now. And like, it was so strict that all these kids being this large group of you know, kids being within the same age had a very big impact in sort of turning the world in a certain direction. You know, it definitely was like a a shift in sort of the culture. But there was also like when all the old gods die, there was always the cult thing was big back then. Like, you know, Est, like Est was a big thing. Like California families in the 70s would go to these encounter groups where you'd let it all hang Look, out. the wind's blowing in my hair. Look at this. The first <laughs> gust of wind in 30 years came the second I stepped out the door. <laughs> He's gonna fuck that tree. Look at nature. See, again, there was a real like, Grizzly Adams. Nature was big in the set, mid seventies. Like, hey, you're gonna get what in touch he? with nature. He's on acid. That's how I people are on acid. Exactly. I mean, it, look how were, dis- he's so disappointed. This is all it is. I, it's I, fucking I, hot. Why is it so hot? The air smells like. I, I black wonder people. where they filmed this. This might have been filmed like in Colorado. Wait till he finds out that non-white smell different. <laughs> That's going to be a, 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 a big they, jump for him. The, I thought all small people it, smelled the same. Now I know the, what missed the fucking. <laughs> is this Karen the Carpenter? This is totally. F- he just kid- is this filmed in L.A. or is he this just kidnaps her and they live in Topanga Canyon as captives? He touches her because he's in love with her. Like, he was deemed very much like a handsome young actor. Can I you know? touch you downstairs lips now? She was, oh, God, you're, you're really, you're going for it in this one, man. You're going deep. She's, uh, I find her very cute. <laughs> that, 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 that natural look of, like, just a little bit of, not a lot of makeup. Oh, 
it was like natural beauty. I've always been a sucker for that. Like, I, I don't like too made up is like too much. I like a little bit of makeup, but not a lot. It'd be all right. You know? Let's go disco dancing. Let's transition into Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> What's this white powder you put up your nose? Oh, hey, let's try some of that. I want to experience the world. If we can, I want to look at the wiki on this in terms of just where it was filmed. It ends. This is like the end. This is oh, yeah. End. I'll go to the wiki right now. I mean, this was like, I bought the romance. When I was seven, I bought it. I saw this at the front. My parents were still married. Can't my dad was thinking, song. like, what's my kid like this so much for? I don't understand. Give me another drink. <laughs> I don't think it says where it's filmed. Oh, it does. Because this, 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 I don't think this is Southern California, but, it, but it's Western. You know, it's like, I think they went to Colorado here and filmed it, you know. Filming locations. Let's see. Malibu. Oh, I'm wrong. Um, Fox Studios. Oh, I'm totally. And yeah, wrong. it was Malibu Lake, California, and Fox Studios. Wow, that that's all now like three million dollar homes. That that, that 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 landscape right there, Keith. Yeah, it's well, all just you know. Wow, what a good way to transition out, huh? Yes. Uh, it was a good episode. Yeah, I liked it. It was fun. Uh, follow Crocious Insecure Comic on Twitter. That was Please the show, do. guys. Uh, had a good time. KeithPazel.com for all the rest of the episodes. I got my other podcast on there, too. Yep. Um, follow the YouTube channel if you don't. Subscribe. Do all the gay bells and whistles. Hit the smash to subscribe. The heterosexual ones, too. Smash it, bruv. Smash all the things. Yes. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. This is Keith Pazel across the board. Follow the TikTok. This is Keith Pazel. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. We yeah. love all of you. Yep. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air?